The Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, a 27-year-old Edmonton man has been charged after a bomb threat investigation at the airport last month. Our airport? Yes. Oh. Just before 1.30 in the afternoon, RCMP responded to a bomb threat that was heard over the public address system. Ugh. How unnerving would that be? Does, so does that standing mean at then, the airport and then they what notify everyone that there's been a bomb threat and yeah. stay calm? Yeah, so someone got on the PA system and said, there's a bomb at the airport. Oh my God, that would be terrifying. There is a bomb in the airport. I, I don't think they say that. Now, shortly after the announcement went, police determined the threat to be a hoax. They said, though, that they took the situation very seriously. The airport authority and the RCMP came together very quickly to determine that the threat was non-credible. Eric Cowett of Edmonton has been charged with mischief, uttering threats, and making a false declaration of a person at an aerodrome carrying an explosive substance or device. Hmm. So, did this guy work there? They don't really specify, do they? But how do you get to the PA system in the airport? Gingy, do you have more? Because uh, I just have the... That like he grabbed there. the phone like a Walmart yeah, phone? Like I, a Walmart. I, I don't, I don't think, think so. It, I don't think it works like that. Like, was Eric and his buddies joking around? He's like, huh, watch this. There is a bomb in the airport. I don't think you can just grab any willy-nilly phone and push, like, the so PA how did button. He... <sighs> Attention, air, uh, uh, people at the airport. People there is a bomb. The <laughs> Very, <Passengers>? yeah. <laughs> Real professional. Attention, uh, what are you guys, humans? Uh, there's uh, trouble going down. <laughs> like, oh my god, that sounds super professional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this must be legit. <laughs> hey, you guys with the hats and the travel yeah. luggage. You got two legs there? Yeah, you know. <laughs> It appears there's a like a blowy thing, a big bombing thing going on in this building. Look out! Attention, people of the airport. The uh, don't all the airlines, the carrier desks. Yeah. The the people there have access to the intercom, right? Because oh, they yeah, need to call you if you're late. I guess they do. But the, they don't do a like an all page. Usually, it's just uh, they have access to their area, like in front of the gate. Well, maybe it was just was the. Does it say if it was the whole? Uh, the now family who works at the airport is anonymously giving us some information. Okay. Uh, apparently, he was an employee. Oh, was you need a code? Oh, okay. To be able to access the PA. So I can't willy nilly go on there and make no. my announcements about the people of the airport. No. <laughs> <laughs> You with the eyes. I'm watching <laughs> you. you. With the eyes. So did he do this? Like, was there malice behind this, or was he thinking it would be a hilarious prank? Because what he's going what he's charged with is not hilarious. Well, I'm yeah, it's probably serious. Like he's charges. in some yeah. serious trouble. Uh this one says, Hey guys, I worked at the airport before. I don't recall ever having access to the intercom. Oh, so, so is it like strict. a higher up in? So, yeah, just willy-nilly employee of the airport, you can't access the intercom. You need a code. What a weird thing to do. Especially because he didn't evacuate the airport, right? He just said that there was... Yeah, he just... Yeah, but he caused probably a little panic. mass panic and, like, well, security, obviously. If I hear that over the some PA. Down. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, okay, let's say I'm at Chili's having a beer. Mm. And all of a sudden on the PA, I hear, people of the airport. <laughs> yeah. There is a bomb in the airport. I'm getting the hell out of there. Where are you going? You're going to run back through security? Doubt it. Onto the tarmac? When Don't do that. No, never. <laughs> no, that, that, yeah. 
<laughs> carrying her purse, yeah. <laughs> waving it like a crazy person. That's what a crazy, what a weird story. When we were flying to Thailand, we were in the Vancouver airport waiting. Yeah. Uh, we were right at the uh, the gate there. They're having a problem with our tickets. And all the alarms went off, like alarms that I've never heard in my life. And it was so bloody loud. You see groups of people running through, but no one was moving. That, that may have been a bomb alert alarm. What were the alarms for? They didn't tell you what the alarms were no. for? It was, they, and the alarms started to change. Yeah. Like the sound of them. So That's it started good. off. And it just, yes. Exactly. Like those what wild is? European police sirens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Well, and, and they were so loud you couldn't even hear the person next to you. He said to the woman who was doing our tickets. Yeah. He said, please hurry up and get us on this plane because yeah. I'm not being evacuated from this airport. <laughs> I have a cocktail waiting yeah. and I want to drink yeah. it right I now. I need to get on that. We are not having anything delayed here whatsoever. Yeah. What a crazy story. So mm. he's in a bit of trouble now um, for going on the intercom and saying that. Do you respect an airport scare more than like, because if the fire alarm goes off in this building, no one's leaving. No, let's be honest. Yeah. It's probably something else that's broken in this damn building. But if you're <laughs> in an airport and you hear an alarm, mm. do you take it a little more serious? I, I did. I started, to, I started to get a little nervous. I started to look around. Well, we were so close to the airplane. I could see the airplane. Like, get us on the airplane. Get yeah. me out of this building that could blow up. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy on the north end says, whatever. When can you ever understand what they're saying on the PA anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point, Tammy. Tammy. Yep. Oh, it's so crazy. All right. Well, he's in a bit of trouble now. All right. For those of you who are thinking about doing some travel uh, coming up in the future, Amsterdam might be the place for you. Now, it used to be the place for people uh, who were looking for a country where they could legally smoke marijuana. But now that you live in one where you can do that, uh, there's no sense in going to Amsterdam. However... Listen to this. Now, Amsterdam is known for its winding canals, its numerous museums, and, of course, the red light district. But now there's a new experience for visitors to enjoy, and it is unlike anything you have ever seen. Hmm. 5D porn. What's 5D? I haven't, even, I haven't even experienced 3D. Now, here's what happens is you go into um, the movie theater and you're given, it looks like, like giant goggles. You know when you watch, um, what's that thing that everybody walked around here with that came with the Samsung Oh, phones? the Oculus? The Oculus, yeah. yeah. It looks like that. The bizarre attraction features bouncing chairs, <laughs> air, wind, and water jets that spray in your face as you watch. I don't want this to happen. As you watch your adult content. We did that at uh, Universal Studios. It wasn't porn, but it was a the ride Simpsons. where, uh, yeah, uh, Maggie, like, you, the roller coaster goes in her mouth. She spits you out. And you can feel, like, the air blowing and a little mist of water on your face. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing? It's close. Oh, uh, and, and the wetness is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they say that. Uh, <laughs> Look at them. I know. <laughs> uh. They say it's called 5D because of the whole experience in the theater, including wearing the, I guess I'll call them the Oculus goggles. Mm-hmm. It helps to stimulate all five senses, offering viewers a totally immersive experience. It's weird because I'm watching the video, and I'm, I'm guessing all the porn stars that are filmed in 5D yeah. Are taking the ride for a uh, spin? They must be, yeah. They're just wearing like the regular uh, like 3D glasses, it looks like. Oh, do they have only the... Th- <laughs> they do. Yeah, I think it's more about the movement and the smells and the moisture yeah, it's, that it's gives def- you the... Yeah, it's not uh, the crazy goggles they're wearing. Okay, the original one, they had the goggles on, but I guess, no, you're right. It looks like regular 3D glasses. Yeah, they're just wearing the black glasses. They might be enhanced for 5D, but yeah, it's not a big headset. Just slap on the glasses and good to go. Hmm. But yeah, it looks like they're having a heyday. Yeah, they do look like they're having a heyday. 
Yeah. I guess they say that it is pretty funny when you do get sprayed with water. I don't. I don't know. Where's that water coming from? <laughs> Apparently, also, there's a scene where a man is breathing on a woman's neck and they blow hot air bombs. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting in your chair and the guy on screen is like, <sighs> oh. and then you feel hot air on the back of your neck. I, I think That's it would be quite comical. It wouldn't be hot. Yeah, and I don't want to and I don't want to sit in a theater with a bunch of people watching porn. No, but it is like it's it's not erotica. Well, it's a ride, right? And and it's a ride. Yeah, it's a, it's a ride, ride, and it's yeah. hardcore porn. Yes. Uh, now, the owner of the uh, 5D Theater uh, said, quote, we are definitely not just going after tourists for our audience. It's funny because in Amsterdam, the Dutch people have an interest in breaking free of the norm. We've seen a lot of husband and wife couples come in. We say, hey, come in with your wife. Have a laugh. Try something different. Oh, I would give it a shot. I'd give it a shot, too, because I think it'd be hilarious. I'd be like, well, what am I watching then? <laughs> right in my face. The owner also went on to explain that the experience will leave you feeling energized, saying huh. that lots of things during the film happen so fast so that when it's finally all over, mm. you're left feeling energized. She says most people say that after experiencing it, they want to get into the lobby to have a beer and a coffee and process what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I need a cigarette. Need a cigarette. <sighs> Someone quick, give me a smoke. <laughs> Isn't that funny? What a weird experience. Oh, I bet you it'll be popular. Apparently the films are very expensive to make, so they'll only be producing a few at a time. And it's not no. bad. The price... I'm guessing is around 15 bucks. Yeah, only a total of 18 people can attend. Yeah, they have two banks of seats. They have two banks of seats. They say the film will be shown pretty much all day and almost all night. How long? Because, you know, uh, a movie can be anywhere from that type of movie, like 10 minutes for a scene up to like, you know, a regular hour and a half movie. Yeah. Is this ride an hour and a half long? Oh, no. I'm going to guess it's ride time. It's like, yeah, I'd probably say it's what, like four minutes maybe? The Simpsons ride that we did, I bet you it's the same technology. Um, That one was maybe five minutes? Yeah, maybe. You go in this little room, you sit in a uh, makeshift roller coaster, it kicks you up into this big, like, crazy... Amphitheater almost. Yeah, 4D. Maybe that was even considered 5D. I don't know. But it was the air, the spitting, the water. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like I'm on their website here. Uh, Departures are 10 minutes apart. Yeah, so it's probably like eight minutes long. Mm -hmm. Five to eight minutes. Yeah, get in, get out. (laughs) People are like, oh my God, the smell. Yeah, if they're blowing air, because I think air blows from behind you and in your face. Yeah. And if it's scented. Oh. You know, here's the thing, though. I'm going to say it's probably scented. Are you thinking farts? Uh, no, God, no! Everybody be puking. I'm thinking, Some people may be into it's it. It's probably like a woman's perfume or a man's cologne. So I choose your own adventure. You're like, um, this one. Oh! <laughs> Never hit the butt button. Never hit Are the butt sure button. Are you sure you want it? Oh, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, never push the butt oh button. Oh my gosh. Oh, that'd be nasty. Don't ever push the butt button if it's an option in a choose your own adventure for no, porn. The butt button or the belch option. Don't, oh, don't do it, guys. <laughs> Good God. I just had garlic hummus. Oh. The burp button. <laughs> 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 that would be nasty. Oh, that would be nasty. You know, some people would push it, though. Oh, of course they would. Yeah. Doesn't this feel like 3D's too many? Like if, uh, you know, uh, Rach and I uh, cuddle up for, uh, you know, uh, yes, yeah. oh, yeah. like the two D's seems like enough D's. Yeah. 
You can never have enough D's, I guess. <laughs> In the porn industry, no. <laughs> right? Apparently, you cannot. Big business. Oh, that's funny. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, we actually went to Amsterdam, and we saw a live show. Mm. A live show. Says uh, it was really awkward to watch. We were in a room of about 20 people. You were watching a porn shoot. <laughs> uh, I think they've done that. I was reading about that. They do it as like art. Yeah, up, like, like up on a stage, the bed. No, you're usually <laughs> Bunch raised. of cameras around, you know, good you're lighting. Ra- you're raised and they're down. So your your theater looks like that goes like this, like you're looking down into a bowl. It's like a small wrestling match. Yeah, it's like a wrestling match. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. That would be weird to watch, right? Oh, it, I, I, t- I think it would be. Can't you do that in Vegas? I don't know. Yes. I think there's some places, like some you, underground yeah. places that you can watch that go down. You can, if yeah. you look for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one here says it was a live sex show with 15 other people. Hmm. I'd rather do the ride. Mm. Oh, it says, hey guys, would they have a nice hot porta potty button? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Good God, <laughs> sir. Watching. That's no. not good. No, no, no. It's not good at all. <laughs> Interesting, though. All right, well, head off to uh, Amsterdam if you do want to check that out. Now, many of us, um, even though if you love or hate Christmas, you probably love chocolate and can get behind an abundance of it. Mm, yeah. So depending on what kind of chocolate you guys like to eat around Christmas, may- maybe you like to shove all the after eats into your mouth. Mm. Delicious. The toffee. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. The lint chocolates. Mm. By the way, toffee, year-round Canadian tire. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> However, this year, though, if you're a Quality Street fan... And if you don't know what Quality Street is, you'll know the box as soon as you purple? see it. A purple. Yeah, the purple one. It's the purple one, Crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, they've made some major changes, meaning that its wrappers are going to look very different. Oh, don't change a good thing. So the wrappers on the chocolate had the nice sparkly foil and the see-through packaging, if yeah. you guys remember. They're, oh, getting, yeah. they're getting rid of all that. Why? What do they give us instead? Um, Like this is on the inside? Yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah, it looks fancy. What are they changing it to? Well, or just nothing? Just a bunch of random rolling around chocolate? Yeah, I th- I, well, I don't know if it's going to be random rolling around chocolate. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting rid of the sparkly foil and the see-through packaging. The, But, I mean, if they're going to make changes, why not put something good inside the box? Like, that should be the change. Yeah. Make it actually quality inside their quality street. They mm. say they've redesigned it. They also say that they know that opening the lid to that chocolate and seeing the jewels inside, which is what they were going for, is really important. They say that they've done a really good job with the redesign and they feel confident that people will respond positively. Well, what's the redesign look like? Or that's a I don't think that's a secret. It's you a secret. You gotta buy, a box you gotta to find buy out. it. Ah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta buy it. I also read that we might have a problem finding chocolate. Shh. For this holiday season? Yeah, for the holiday season. So, like, we should be hoarding chocolate right now. Well, it's out there. It is. Then there's lots of it, no? Yeah. 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 Oh, Quality Street's going to recyclable. Oh. Oh, It will keep two billion wrappers a year out of... Two billion? Well, that's good. Wow. Okay. Who's buying that much Quality Street? Uh... Uh, although I guess the the tin holds a lot. It's an iconic tin, but is anyone like excited for some quality when you show up at someone's house at the holiday season? I'm like, and they've mm, got, like quality, quality street on the counter. I don't know. No, you don't grab your so? coats, kids. No. Yeah. If you have turtles, we'll stay. Mm. Oh, right turtles on. are good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the turtles are good. I That's think a sign follow- of an ex- expensive homeowner. Um, I think they- <laughs> it's a good host. It's a good host. I know, it's a good host. At least you could do. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you yeah. get turtles down, damn. A tin of quality shit. Because you can't bring a tin of chocolates with the word quality in it. That's that's a good point. Right? Whereas, like, you're right, Crash. If you see the turtles. And I want to yeah. see turtles yeah. brand. Yeah. I don't want knockoff turtles, no. even though the PC ones are fantastic. Oh, my God, the PC ones are so good. But no. aesthetics matter. Yeah. If yeah. they have that turtle box, then you think you're in a rich person's house. Because you can't, you lay them out on a plate, but you better have the turtles box right behind the plate. Yes. I want to see. There's a lot of parties this holiday season. Yes. I want to know I made the right choice. Exactly. I had other options. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Quality street house or turtles? Turtles. Turtles. (laughs) Mm, I love turtles. Is turtles our best Christmas chocolate? Uh, it's, a, it's it's up there, but it's not the best. I like those and Ferrero uh, Rocher. Yeah, Ferrero yeah, might be number one. Plus yeah. the the I'd be okay with a bulk bin of those uh, chocolate dip cookies. Uh, that, of course you would. What? <laughs> They're always at the uh, the tail end of every uh, aisle at a grocery store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forget the name of them. They've but... got the different... You talking about the celebration ones? Yeah, it could be. Well, they're like, you can give them, get a different whole tin. Shapes. Yeah, oh, they're all in different and they're shapes. All like di- yeah, and they're different. Yeah. Uh, they're dipped in chocolate. I do like those, too. I'm going to... I'm happy with yeah. that. You can have a, a tin of those out yes. with the others, but that can't be... Oh, that's not the, the star of the show. Dessert. No. no, 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 no. Turtles still gets a showcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turtles mm-hmm. even aren't the dessert. Turtles are also... Oh, they're just there. They're just yeah. there. Yeah, they're out all the time. Yeah, yeah. They're there at the beginning of the night, and there better still be more at the end of the night. Where are you guys at with uh, After Eights? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the so things, good. not the sticks. The oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. Ginge, did you make it through your eight-foot one we oh, got no, you? No, I did. <laughs> I didn't make it home. Uh, I love everything about it. I love, the first, the taste of the chocolate is unprecedented yeah it's so good it's so good it's just so fun pulling out that little like condom i know yeah yeah and then sliding out the chocolate the whole thing's an experience yeah Yeah, it's fancy it's so good do you like the slab or the stick i like the slab yeah yeah give me the little square the sticks are fine Mm -hmm. and i've used a stick in my coffee at the end of the night that's fun sure yeah but there's nothing better than the after eight sleeve you gotta have the little little sleeve where are you guys with i won't i won't uh i won't give my opinion and try and taint the okay taint the survey where are you at with pot of gold no, it's had its, it's had its heyday. I like a pot of gold. Yeah. It's quality street for me. It's nothing. It's nothing, hey? You spent $3 at London Drugs. You put, you put, you put no effort into showing your guests a good time. Pot of gold used to be like way up there. Used to be, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I like about pot of gold is sometimes I don't feel like talking to anybody at the party anymore. Mm. So I like to take the pot of gold and then go and like study the Grab chocolates. The and then no one talks to me because I'm... A, I have a box of Because you're now the pot of gold girl reading yeah. the... She's still looking at... I don't yeah. think she can read. Yeah. yeah. She's still looking at it. And that's Comparing what I do. pictures. That's what I do. I compare the shape of the chocolate to the picture. Yeah. And my head's down. No one's talking to me. Yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah, what, okay. a, what a party. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I can't wait for the next party yeah. we're at. It is fun if that's all there is, the pot of gold. If that top layer has been picked over, being yeah. the first to crack oh, yeah. into the basement. Mm. Yeah. That is fun. Oh, yeah. down into that second level. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. It's untouched down there. It's and it, you lift it, you're like, oh, finally. Because usually all the good stuff's uh, picked a, oh, it goes right. right away. It goes yeah. quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Troy said after eight is for seniors. Oh, mm-hmm. Shut your mouth, Troy. What? Banned. Yeah, too bad. Sorry, too Troy. Bad. Troy obviously hasn't tried them. I saw this story. They always put this story out pretty much once a year. I love to do it because it makes me laugh. A new poll found that the average person will feel hangry 21,305 times in their life. Oh, yeah. I'm probably double that. 21,000? 
Uh, yes, 21,305 times in their life. And I love doing this because Ginge and I don't really get hangry. Keep it cool. We keep a cool head. Whereas Haley and Crash <sighs> are out of control. I I get to the point where they're like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. All of a sudden, rumble, hangry. Yeah. Within like a three minute window. I have a snack in here so I don't turn into a monster. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. 74% of people said it happens at least five times a week. And the top places and situations where you're most likely to feel hangry are number one, at home, mm-hmm. number two, at work, mm-hmm. number three, while you're out shopping, number four, while you're out running errands, which to me is shopping, uh, number five, when you're traveling, like if you're on like a, a long drive, uh, maybe you're commuting home. If I'm driving and get hangry, I am livid. Oh, God. It's <laughs> I live this life. Rach is a hangry hottie as well. I live this life at home, and it's uh-huh. the worst. It's so bad. Do you get in like a hangry, vicious cycle where you get so hungry you're too upset to eat? Yeah, Rachel, do that. And nothing's good where enough. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, look, let's let's fix this problem. Yeah, no, I don't want that. No, yeah, no. yeah. that's what he does. Oh yeah, oh, God. oh I'm the worst. Or, or Crash will stand in the kitchen at home. And I, I know he's now I, I can see in his body language that he's hangry yeah. and he's opening up cupboards. And he's opening up the fridge. I'm like, obviously, you're hungry. Just eat. We have nothing. We have yeah. nothing. Here. Well, because now uh, it's at the point where I need to cook something and that's only delaying well, I've more even food done this. getting like, into my stomach. Yeah. So I'm pissed. I'm like, listen, we've got bread. We've got some meats. I'm like, sure, just make yeah. a sandwich. Oh, no, I don't want to make it. I'm like, well, then I'll make it. No, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll make you a sandwich. It'll take me two seconds. That's how long a sandwich takes to make. Boom, boom. Here you go. Yeah, but then you're not going to make the sandwich right. It's going to be oh. a bad sandwich. I'm going to still be disappointed as I'm eating it. Ugh. It's the single worst trait someone can have. It is. I, I'm a ginger. It is so bad. Mm-hmm. And then Crash will stomp around. Then, then I hear him looking for his keys. Oh, I can't find my keys. Yeah. Where are my keys? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have keys for a car. I don't drive your vehicle. I drive out and go find something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I have to go to McDonald's because we have nothing. I'm like, we grocery shopped yesterday. We have a whole ton of stuff. That's not what you want. No. I no. get that. I want something there right now. Yeah. It's just so predictable, and it's something you could fix, and you you put no effort into it. All you hangry people. Mm. I've gotten better. Uh huh. Um, I, when I was home this weekend, I was stomping around trying to find something to eat. We hadn't <laughs> gone grocery shopping yet, mm. and I was in a, a hangry mood. So what I did is I quickly ordered something on Skip, got like McDonald's. Yeah. Because it's going to take like 20 minutes. I'm like, I know that I'm not going to find anything in the house that I want to eat. I'm going to be crunchy about it. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure enough, stomped around the house like a T-Rex for yeah. about half an hour trying to figure out what to eat, got so mad, and then got a notification that my food was at the door. Oh, okay, oh. all right, all right. Did you forget that you had ordered food? Yeah. <laughs> Kicking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is so dumb, and then my doorbell rings. You're like, oh my God, lifesaver. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm at crispy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crash even bought, he bought bars, like yeah. these healthy protein bars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. He bought them specifically, he looked me dead in the face at Cosmo, and he's like, I'm going to keep a box of these on top of the microwave for when I get hangry. Great. So now he gets hangry and I'm like, grab a bar. I don't want a bar. You can't trust him when they say that. No. Because you this? said, yeah, Rachel's the same thing. What you said when you weren't hangry that means nothing yeah. to now hangry crash. Yeah. Because yeah. now I'm looking at the bar. I'm like, I don't want that I bar. I was a different person than one yeah, that bar. Yeah, totally yeah. different. Yeah. And she's I'm, like, well, I said you should have bought those pepperoni sticks. I don't want pepperoni sticks. <laughs> I just fire up the slow cooker before I leave the house now. I mean, there's, there's always something going <laughs> It's infuriating. It's, I get so mad about it because yeah. they do nothing to fix the problem. No. And then it's everyone around them's problem. Yeah. Just keep it inside. Yeah. That's what Ginger and I do. We keep it locked yeah. down. No, let it adult. out. Let it out. Because then once we do finally get food, it's smooth sailing after that. Oh, yeah. I'm an absolute Yeah. Whatever you need around. for me, I'll give it to you. Do you Doesn't get make the up little, for 
Like the dance? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eating. I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel <laughs> good. you eat some food, you start dancing around like this. Does not do the damage to me. Yeah. No, it does not. Because at that point, now I'm pissed. Yeah, now we're looking at you being like, what's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so grumpy? Do you need a snack? Yeah, you hangry? Like, well, because you're a giant a <laughs> <laughs> Give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. You're a grown-ass adult. Mm-hmm. But do you embarrass yourself with your hangry do you make everybody around you mad look ginger's like pursing his lips he's so well, mad I'm at just this. going through people defending <laughs> themselves one day i forgot to bring in fits in the app because <laughs> we we meal prep yeah and one day i forgot to bring in all the breakfast oh. i was so pissed off yeah because driving to work i was angry i'm like there's no food at work yeah and then i got here and then i ordered skip the dishes which took forever mm-hmm. uh, like there's no uh, no drivers at 5 a.m what's the deal <laughs> <laughs> Exactly it. Yeah. It's 100%. Oh, why is it taking 45 minutes to get food down yeah. the street? <laughs> Whereas, like, Ginger and I, if we get hungry, we're like, we recognize, we hear that our body is signaling to us that we yeah. want food. We go get an apple or mine a doesn't, banana. Mine or, doesn't t- what is that going to do? Or an orange or mine something. Mine doesn't tell me until the last minute. I say, look, buddy, it's going to be a minute. you got to hold on. Yeah. Me, or I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll be home in two hours. I'll eat when I get home. Two hours? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. My my stomach just like inverted and it just started eating itself. Yeah. <laughs> Have you gotten to an argument with your partner because you were hangry? Maybe you just straight up embarrassed yourself. Mm-hmm. All because you're hangry. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We are talking about this study. I, the, this story comes out every year. I love doing it every year because Gingy and I are, we don't relate to this at all. This is not, uh, this is not our life within our own bodies. It floors me that you don't eat breakfast. Like both of you. It is, yeah, I would wait. die. Wait, neither of you eat breakfast? I know. No. It's ridiculous. Why? Breakfast is the most important part of the day. Uh, from my waking, the, the, within the first five minutes yep. that I wake up, I'm thinking about food. Yeah. I need food. Folks, a big breakfast got to you. <sighs> yeah. No, I, I'll eat after the show. I like Because I meal prep. And so, like, after yeah, the show, I'll go. I'll, have show. A, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll eat afterwards. But no. I would G- not be. Ginger and I do not eat. I think I'd pass out. Because, like, the last time I consumed food was at about 6 30 last night. Lame. Oh, my God. Lame. You can just progressively see my eyebrows getting more and more right? angry throughout the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I haven't eaten. <laughs> I mean, I ate much later than 6.30. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, still no brekkie. Mm-hmm. Are you hungry when you get to work? No. Me neither. How are you not I'm, hungry? Like, even right now, I'm not hungry. Yeah, but I've seen uh, days when, like, uh, big donuts and cookies have rolled in. Oh, I'll eat. <laughs> I'll eat. I'm just saying I'm not like... Like, you don't need it. Yeah, I don't yeah, need it. I don't need it either. Yeah, if someone drops off some treats, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> Yeah. What yeah. if we had a, a, a five days a week uh, breakfast cart outside? I mean, I could always eat. Oh, okay. But, but you, I'm, just, I'm you just, yeah, I don't, don't, I don't need it. to. I won't fire into a fiery rage mm. yeah. if I don't. And I don't feel hungry right now either. Oh, I'm starving right now. But you ate. Like, I you know. ate this huge breakfast. I know. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Guys, when my wife is hangry, there is no path forward. You cannot win. Even food doesn't fix it immediately. The first time she got hangry, I laughed. It turns out that is also not something that helps someone who is hangry. No. You can't uh, laugh no. in their face. No, no I don't want to no. hear any of that. You don't want to hear any yeah. of that. No laughter. The no. focus is on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Candace, how you doing? Uh, good. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, you're the hangry one, right? 
Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I'm definitely the hangry one. Um, I get very moody and just out of control. And now my husband recognizes <laughs> the signs and will actually make sure I'm fed before we go anywhere. Really? What yeah. is he? Uh, what will he put together? Is it just anything and everything, or does he have like a go-to uh, snack? He he just looks for the first fast food restaurant or mm. the first the first like little corner store and he just gets me fed because yeah no i i go out of control so i can definitely relate what what is the worst thing you've done while hangry um i pout i i you know throw little fits and and i just yeah a little tantrum i will ignore him and like he didn't understand before what it was right but now he does so each and every time he's like oh we're going out yeah you're eating first yes. and then, yeah yeah he yeah. knows and then we go why do you not feed yourself um i just you know you, you, it, it's like the thing you look in the fridge you you, you can't decide on what you want to eat you're already in that mood or that yeah. you're hangry yeah so it's really hard to kind of turn it around right okay yeah yeah, i'm just just curious i'm just you know and do you find that like you're you're good 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 and all of a sudden you're hungry yeah yeah Yeah. and then by that point yeah yeah, by that point it's now too far gone yeah it's too far gone so it's just like (laughs) whatever we'll just go somewhere and just eat it (laughs) all right (laughs) and then we're good yeah i don't care what the food is just get it in my mouth (laughs) just get it in my mouth yeah yeah yeah. all right okay thanks candace thank you guys you guys are great oh thanks so much bye-bye bye one thing that I'm seeing, yeah, um, which is a very popular theme among people who get hangry, is they say that my partner has to feed me. Why do you, you lose the ability to take care of a nourished body? Because we're so hungry. Body? We're our, so hungry. Our brain just cannot make decisions yeah, it, anymore. Yeah, it stopped working. I'm so hungry so now. So if I wasn't around to yell at you to make you a sandwich... I would die. You would just die. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wait till the next meal. Yeah, yeah. I will lay there in pain. Mm-hmm. Guess I'm waiting what? And angry and be like... <laughs> you won't uh, nourish your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a weird disease. Such a sick affliction. I remember I was, uh, I was afraid. Uh, when Rachel, Rachel. <laughs> decided decided to have kids, I'm like, well, what if? Oh, like, what if it passes down? And I was hoping like maybe it skips a generation. Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd watch the kids, mm. <laughs> and uh, you know when they're babies, like they they cry when they want a bottle. Sure. I'm like, well, yeah. that's that's a baby. That's what babies do. Maybe yeah. maybe we're good. And our oldest, uh, our firstborn, was fine. Skated through life, no no hanger issues. Yeah. Uh, then our second child. Oh no. Oh. I realized one day she was a lot more disagreeable than normal. I didn't understand why. Your firecracker Eva. And, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this child disagreeing? And then we had, and then we had lunch, and it was, and everything was fine. I'm like, no, oh no, no Jin, the curse continues. <laughs> I wonder if she'll be in sync with Rage too. Oh, oh no, God, or they'll have two different times. So now you're always watching. It's uh oh no, it's a living nightmare. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the embarrassing things that you do while you're hangry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you pout like uh, like a five year old child, but you're a grown ass adult, I'll kick things. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen Crash kick. Things. I yeah. get irritating with cutlery on the on the granite. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, oh yeah, he does that too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you think Rachel's is bad, Ginger? Honestly, you don't even know, buddy. So you just disagree with everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he also does this. He, he'll he'll stand there and he'll be like, la 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 la. Picking a fight. Like, yeah, and I'm like, are you like, are you singing? What are you doing? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Trying and to then, distract from the hunger pain. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and exactly. I'll walk out of the room and he'll be like, la, 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 la. I'm like, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I come back in the room. Sometimes like, I lay on the floor. Yeah. It, it could be in the kitchen too. Yeah, because he's lay, so yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And it, it hurts. It I've actually does hurt. Yeah, I've been there, buddy. Thanks. I feel your pain. Thank yeah, you, we've Haley. all been hungry. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 
everyone's been hungry. Everyone's been hungry. No, I don't think you guys understand. <laughs> Not the really. Hunger. You don't think Ginger and I get hungry? All right. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it works like that on you. No. Nope. Uh, Andy, how you doing? <laughs> Uh, not too bad. Excellent. Uh, you're the one that gets super hangry, right? Yeah. Now, when I explain this story, I'm glad I'm on the other side of the city because Rachel and Marge would kill me. Uh-oh. All right. Um, so, my uh, my son got a new puppy, so it kind of started with that about me being up all night. Okay. And that, that started, and then that night, my wife made her stuffed chicken with, uh, cream cheese and uh, spinach with mm. a side of asparagus. Okay. Sounds great. This sounds and fantastic. I was looking forward to eating that for lunch like you wouldn't believe. Well, yeah. I was stuck with meetings and all this kind of stuff, and I didn't get to start eating it till 3 o'clock, and by then I was just... Oh, my God. Three hours after you should have been eating it? Yeah. I didn't eat anything. I had two cups of coffee that day. It was just a really busy day. Oh. And I was looking... I was so excited for it that I took the first bite. Yeah, and I went. This isn't warm. This is BS. <laughs> uh, I don't like this. This isn't as good as yesterday. I threw it out and went and got McDonald's, and my wife found out, <laughs> and I was in the doghouse for a month. Yeah, you threw it out. You're like not good enough. <laughs> yeah, and I went and got McDonald's. That peed her off the most. Because oh. I, it's not like I went to like the keg or something. Yeah. I went and got McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, you didn't step <laughs> up like, the meal. McDonald's <laughs> is worth more than my stuffed chicken. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm like super mad at you right now, Andy. <laughs> oh, I, I could, that's why I was sitting there. I'm like, oh, maybe I should tell this story because I was like, oh, I, I never did do it again, but I was like, I was like, oh, yep, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, that's, that's a rough delicious. one. Delicious. Yeah. It's delicious. Stuffed chicken, cream cheese with, spi- with spinach. But it wasn't, oh, the way but she makes wasn't it, working that but day. But not when you're hangry. Nope. No, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's crazy because it's right there. Meanwhile, you waited for McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I threw it out, went across the street, and gave McDonald's, ate a Big Mac, and she was... Yeah, she would be livid. That's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> That wound's still open. Notice how many times Andy said it's delicious. It's the best meal you've ever yeah. had. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I threw it in the garbage. Just one time, but I mean, outside yeah. of that, it's incredible. Uh, Emily in Chappelle at 56789 says, Good morning. My mood changes from black to white the minute I get mm-hmm. hangry. Mm. The worst thing I did was I got super impatient waiting for my sister to come out of the store she was in, so I drove home and I made her walk. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. Wow. <laughs> well, I haven't made Mars uh, walk, so... No, because I'd kill you. <laughs> uh, Tracy, hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you this morning? Fantastic. Um, you're not the uh, hangry one. Your partner gets pretty hangry? Oh, he does. He has a very high metabolism, and he'll get busy at work, so he won't eat, and then he'll come home, and I can tell that he's hangry because of the way that he's kind of, you know, moving things around loud or something and I've actually got a magnet on the fridge that says I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry <laughs> yeah he's got to put that up there yeah oh yeah I totally yeah. get like that if I'm focused on a project I will yeah. get hungry but then I'm like damn it I, I need to get this done and I power through it by the end of the project I am livid yeah yep yep 
oh, and I just yeah. want food, and I'll come in, and Mars is like, well, I'll just make you something. I'm like, no, not good enough. Because yeah. now I want, like, a full five-course meal. You know what? You know what? I feel like, Tracy, you and I need to start a Hangry Survivors Club, <laughs> right? where we survive our partners being total jerks because they're hangry. Uh, yeah. 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 Full-grown full men that just... Themselves just, when they're hungry until yeah. it's like, yeah, they're starving and they're dying and everybody's gonna pay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm well, I'm borderline like dead. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> All right, thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Trace. Have a great day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. You gotta <laughs> help. We, I think, yeah, uh, we do need a. We need actually, Haley. Do you agree? We need better support system. Yeah. No. Yeah. We you need guys a better support it. system for this. We you do. guys need help. Yeah. It's called. It's called grocery stores. It's called restaurants. Yeah. It's no. called being a big person. It's being an a adult. Bar with you at all times. Yeah. But I don't want to. No. <laughs> My God. I get that. I full on cried in a restaurant. <laughs> Why? Why'd you cry in a restaurant? The food's coming. We did. Uh, we had a long day. We didn't end up eating dinner until like eight o'clock. Oh. We were like, we were putzing around trying to find a place. And uh-huh. we finally sit down. It's eight o'clock. Ordered myself a beautiful bowl of ramen. Mm. When I tasted it, it was so bland. I started crying. Because now you're like, I waited this long for this. I waited for everybody to get in the freaking car. Oh. I waited for us to drive around to three different restaurants mm-hmm. to find one that had a, like appropriate waiting time. Mm. By the time we got to one, it was 8 p.m. I ordered a soup. She said it was really good. Best in the city. It was terrible. I cried. I went and sat in the car. Oh, no. My God, Haley. And I was with my mom, my uh, aunties, oh, cousins, yeah. mm-hmm. sobbed at the table. I had to go sit in the car. Yeah. I was done. I feel like aunts would support it, though. You'd be like, <laughs> you get to the car, honey. They just went, oh, my God, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I will be. Yeah, I just need, just stop, need better food. Stop at Mickey oh, D's God. on the way home. Yeah, right? Oh, man. man. This text here, 56789, says, guys, I broke up with my boyfriend and kicked him out of my apartment while I was hangry. Yeah, wow. Jeez. And he probably came back a couple hours later. I don't know. With Filed food for divorce, took <laughs> the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we can squeeze one more. Sure. Uh, Rob's hanging on. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Oh, living the dream. Nice. Awesome. Doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, are you like me? You get hangry? Oh, good God, yes. Yeah. How bad does it get? Um, it, it's gotten to the point that it gets really, really bad in a grocery store. My wife likes it when I go shopping with her, so we have some say on what we're going to eat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you take me to a store, and I'm even close to being hungry. I get grouchy. I'm like, everything looks good. And if it's not, if she's not on top of me, the the grocery bill goes from like $200 to like 4 oh, yeah. Everything's going in the cart. Well, yeah. So to circumvent that, we go to we go to Walmart to do a lot of shopping, and she'll actually feed me at McDonald's before we go shopping. <laughs> She's like, before Smart. we enter the store, Smart. you are getting McDonald's in your belly, and then we'll go shopping. Yeah, she makes sure that there's a restaurant in the store yeah. that you're you need to spend some time at. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. She worked it out one day. She said she needs your fifteen dollar McDonald's meal saves us probably a hundred dollars in groceries. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because now you're hangry shopping. So you anything and everything yeah. ends up in the cart. Yeah, pretty. And it's all stuff that well, I'm like, really? I don't want that. The, la- <laughs> the last time Crash got hangry at Walmart, he was so mad that I needed to buy stuff that he stood where the entrance to the tills are with his arms crossed and then continuously texted me that I was taking too long. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm getting what? pretty darn close to that. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, on that day, I wasn't feeling McDonald's Yeah, either. and that was the other thing. I'm like, there's McDonald's right there! Anyways. I'm like, mm, no, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, No, I don't want, I don't want McDonald's. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not alone. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're not alone, Rob. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers. Sometimes you just don't want McDonald's. I don't like. I don't want to mm-hmm. feel like uh, crap after. Yeah, but sometimes you have to do what you need to do to fix the problem. Yeah. I want a nice yeah. like corned beef sandwich. Don't you guys feel bad for like abusing your partners? Not in the slightest. No, no. No, not he's fine. No, totally fine. Hayden, like, if you're listening, you better have a snack ready. Wow. Yeah, I promise Jeez. he's not fine. <laughs> yeah. I no, he's not. Fine. Hayden is like yeah. thinking exactly what Ginger and I are, which is <laughs> escape plan. It's too um, late now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, buddy. You signed. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. For those of you who have kids, this next story is for you. Um, do you guys snoop on your kids' um, internet habits? On their social media, if you can get into it. You say majority parents probably do, right? I'm going to say majority as well. Um, And you know what? This study says that they do. Three in four parents admit to cyber snooping on their kids. Yeah, whether you create a fake account, follow your kids, see what they're up to, or if you actually know their passwords. Yes. Uh, Most of the parents acknowledge that they do digital helicopter, and they agree that they will. Of those who snoop, 84% say, I am perfectly within my rights. To watch over what my kid is doing online. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60% of those parents say that they also believe that their children have no right to privacy. <laughs> so in other words, there should be no privacy protection on smartphones, computers, tablets, and other devices. That's a tough one because, okay, you lock down one thing, they're going to open up five others. Right? I This it, this would be so difficult it to navigate. It would be extremely difficult. As a parent, for anyone who is navigating through this, yeah. I don't, I'm, oh my gosh. So I bet you a lot of kids have dummy accounts set up. Of course, right? To be like, yeah, okay, mom, okay, dad, you can follow me. Ugh. And you look at the account, you're like, oh, well, they kind of have a boring social media life. Meanwhile, their actual account, the act, the very active one is totally different. Well, and here's the thing is, I remember like back when I was young, and the only, I didn't have social media accounts. Mars had letter carriers. I, I the had, birds would fly in the window. Right. She puts a note on their foot. Be gone, <laughs> bird. And if <laughs> if my mom trapped that bird and read that note, <laughs> let me tell you. Your mom's in the yard with a net. Come on. Gotta figure out what my daughter's doing. <laughs> Bird's just taking off. Faster bird! Get to Martin! <laughs> oh, it was like just the teen angst if my mom read the note on that bird's foot. <laughs> so I could only imagine. Uh, but no, like all jokes aside, like they would go back to like the written diary. Oh, yeah. Right? Where like all of my teen thoughts and dreams were. My God, if anybody ever looked at that, it was like my world ended. Oh, yeah. So could you imagine finding out your mom's been snooping on your... Insta or... Because that's pretty much the modern day diary. Right? 58% of parents with kids between the ages of 4 and 10 years old also believe that their child is more tech savvy than them already. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And 40% of parents say that they are confident that they will be able to actually see what is really going on online when it comes to their kids. (laughs) This one. Guys, I saw my son's internet history once. 
once. Never again. I noped out. Right? I mean, could you imagine? Oh, my God. Could if you I imagine had... being a 14-year-old boy and you have the internet? Teen crash with the internet? Oh, man. Even no, teen no one, with the internet. No one would want to read that. That would be... I, actually, I, I, it wouldn't be a conversation every day because no one would want to talk about it. Right? Another text here says, I have the passwords for all their accounts. If I can't get into them, their phones get taken away. Mm. I pay for the internet. I pay for their phones. I see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Another one here says, hey, guys, uh, kids have something called Finstas, which are also known as fun Instagram accounts that aren't under their real names. Good luck, parents. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, you won't find You're going to have your good one that makes a kid look like that makes a kid look really good mm-hmm. that you follow and you're like, oh, they're kind of boring. But there's going to be that partying social uh, media page that they have. Right. Whatever platform it's on. It's there. Uh, another one here says, hey, guys, keep me anonymous. Uh, I am 16 years old, and I have my mom and my dad thinking they know what I'm doing online. The reality <laughs> is, is they have no idea. All of my friends agree. Everybody in my high school, keep trying, parents. Oh, absolutely. Abs- I yeah. know. Uh, you can be sn- snotty like that. That's fine. That's that's the way it is. Because you're right. That, uh, I would do the same thing. Um, you create a fake one. You're like, here you go. This is this is uh, appeasing you. That's yeah, right? fantastic. Sure. I got my own stuff. Look going at how on. good I am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right? Uh, Renee's hanging on. Good morning, Renee. Good morning, guys. Hey, how are you doing um, today? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, good. You you saw something. You saw your nephew's what uh, internet history? Yeah, my my <laughs> nephew. I got into his. Um, he had used my phone, and anyways, I peeked on his his stuff. He was living with me. Yeah. And you know, we had a really good relationship, and he wore the halo very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and once I got into, once I saw his messages. I was blown away. He had he was like dealing weapons and dealing guns. Like wow. holy cow. Oh, drugs and it was insane. <laughs> like And meanwhile the like, whole time you thought he was a little angel. Oh, I thought he was like the, a total angel. Like hmm. if anyone had verbalized that to me, I would not have believed it. Wow, and then you saw it and your jaw just dropped. Oh, I was I was gobsmacked. I uh, yeah. Even I mean, our relationship is very different because I and it's sad because I see him differently now. Of course. But, um, yeah, it was. It's you really don't have any clue what they're doing. Yeah, you painted a whole glorious picture for you. You bought into it, mm-hmm. and yep. and you you thought, well, he's a cool he's a cool kid. And then a he's, good kid. He's a drug dealing, gun Weapons dealing. Slinging. Wow. Wow. Yeah, total little gangster. <laughs> is he still <laughs> living with you or what? Oh, God, no, God, no. Now it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a yeah. find. Okay. And you're not alone. No, lots, I, not at all. Lots of people are texting in this, uh, something similar. So. Yeah, thanks, Renee. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great day. You yeah, too. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Another, t- this post on the app, Staying Anonymous, uh, says, hey, guys, yeah, it's pretty popular in my school as well uh, for all of us to give our parents passwords to our social media it's actually not really the social media that we use. Mm-hmm. We pad it with things that make us look good, like all of our friends are having fun, and that we're not doing anything bad. All of us have other accounts that our parents would have no idea about, nor would they even know to ask us for the passwords. And you can't be shocked yeah. on that, right? Like, are kids really going to openly give up their passwords? Mm. No. Well, I'll give you a password. Well, yeah, no, and no. I'll show you I what mean, I want you to see. I mean, to the the active no, one. Yeah, right. Of no. Another one here says, "Keep me anonymous." My wife found my stepdaughter's hidden account. She has a post of her smoking a bomb bong. 
she kept her face out of the video, but it's her room without a doubt. Oh. <laughs> so the stepdaughter has like accounts that everybody sees. Yeah. And then hidden accounts. Yeah. And those are what she's just pulling the, on big old bongs. The her hidden bedroom. one you found that she was yeah puffing on bongs. And it's without like, a doubt that, her bedroom. That is her room. Yeah, that's her room. Always be a, uh, always be aware of your surroundings and what's in the background of photos too. Right? Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. White walls, kids. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tell them, Crash. But yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. Well, they're not. You know, your brain isn't developed. You no. don't think about that. No, you're still gonna hide stuff and. Give your parents what you want. Another one here says, my kid added me to all the social media. I always say to her, make good choices. And once it's out there, there's no taking it back. Yeah, well, that's nice. I'm good. I'm glad she gave you all the passwords. Does she look like an angel? I'm sure she looks like a great kid. Mm-hmm. Well, there's probably another batch of accounts. More. I cannot. I hope not. But. I cannot explain to you how many kids right now are laughing at this conversation. Oh, I know. But like I said, if I was if I was that age, I'd probably do the same thing. Uh, if I was uh, that tech savvy and I actually had that option in my teens, probably. I think every teen would. Who's this? Uh, 19, year old, 19 years old, staying anonymous. Says, hey guys, uh, over the last couple of years, my parents have had all the passwords to my accounts as well. To be honest with you, whatever makes my parents feel good. I was always a good kid. Did I get into some trouble? Yeah. Did I put things online that I didn't want my parents to see? Absolutely. So I made sure that they had the passwords to the accounts that I wanted them to see. Mm. End of story. Yeah. Looks great. You holding like your your test that you got a B plus on. You're like. <gasps> <laughs> and then on your hidden account, you're blowing joints behind your steel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Just night and day. Oh, it would be so, night be and day. so tough. Right, just, just hair be, tips on one and bongs on the other. It would be so difficult to navigate your way yeah, through that. That's really tough. hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Uh, well, if you missed the last part of this study, only forty percent of parents say that they are conf- confident that they can actually see what kind of interactions their children are having. That means sixty percent of parents say that they're not confident at all that they see it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this text, the last one, sweet Jesus. I do not want children. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough. Oh, yeah, all your, all your wonderful be, findings. Yeah, it would be tough to navigate. <laughs> all right, um, we always talk about different generations on this show because there's so many stories out about, you know, what millennials are doing versus Gen Xers versus Gen Yers, Gen Zers, baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Well, the baby boomers are who we're going to focus on right now. Uh, those, of course, um, baby boomers are those who were born between the end of World War II and the early 1960s. Uh, now, they're, they've arguably, arguably been the most dominant voice, especially in America. From the moment the oldest of them came of age in the 60s, their influence has been felt everywhere, mm-hmm. from politics to pop culture. However, this is a list of some baby boomer trends that need to go away. Oh, no. And the, young, young, the ones that we're tired of? Yeah, this is, these are, we're like, boomers, we're done. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say that I disagree with number one. I love number one. Okay. And I hope it continues on forever. Yeah. Now, um, these, of course, aren't all that serious, but these were huge trends for baby boomers. And now people are saying that we might have reached the point where they need to be phased out. Feel free to take part in this, too. Younger peeps of the now family. I've got a whole bunch of them. What baby, baby boomer trends are you totally done with? If you can think of one. Yeah, 56789. These are, these, are, these are fairly lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, but these are trends that were huge for our parents and our grandparents. Mm-hmm. Number one. Fanny packs. 
<sighs> They're trying to make a comeback. They are back. I'm are sorry, they, guys. Are they back in full time? Fanny packs are back. It's like the tail end of last year. Yeah. They're, they're, there's a big push for them. I will never wear a fanny pack. I will. I did when I was a kid, and I'll never do it again. I had lots of fanny packs as a kid, too. Yeah, they were handy. I could did your mom and dad wear a fanny pack? Um, I don't remember them wearing fanny packs. Me neither. But, right? But they put but they me pushed in them. It, Yeah, they pushed that crap on me. But it was handy because I put all my Hot Wheels in there. But also, remember, with a fanny pack, sometimes it was a windbreaker. So it was your jacket oh, that's a good point. in the form of a fanny pack. Yeah, your jacket and pants. Sorry, guys. I still think that's brilliant. When <laughs> <laughs> It did not look good. No, I know it didn't look good. But how brilliant is it where you've got a windbreaker... Well, we live in the prairies. We don't need this. It's not like we're in an ocean community. I know. <laughs> where you have the mist of the ocean coming off of you. <laughs> it's either raining or it's not. Yeah, I know. You're right. But it's just neat that like, what if like a, a weather incident pops up. I don't think all you, of a sudden. I don't think we need that on the prairies. You know, you've got your jacket and a fanny pack around your waist. It's just, yeah. It just folds up. I think that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two for baby boomer trends that need to die. Uh, number two, Crocs. Mm. A lot of people disagree with that. Baby, baby boomers love Crocs. Yeah, they do. A lot of people find them very comfortable. I've never actually put a pair on in my life. I just don't like the look of them. I'm sure they're really comfortable, perhaps, but I don't like the look of them. Um, I've never worn a pair of Crocs. You've never just put your foot in one? No, my mom bought a pair of Crocs and twisted her ankles. So oh, she, those, those were banned years ago. Too big? Do they fall yeah, off? Yeah, I or? think they were just flopping around. Yeah. She didn't get them right. Uh, number three, chain restaurants. Mm. So think, and you know what? We've seen the death of quite a few of them here in Edmonton. Oh, Chili's yeah. is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another one. Applebee's. Kelsey's. Kelsey's. Yeah. Well, Applebee's is more of a small town thing, like a smaller town thing now. It used to be big city. It used to be, used to be big, big city. There used to be yeah. lots of them. Kelsey's, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Kelsey's, remember that? Uh, some could even short-lived. argue Hooters. They're trying to modernize it? Yeah, they don't have that hype anymore. Hooters family restaurant. Right. Uh, next on this list, traditional late night talk shows. Mm. Apparently, apparently young people just aren't into the idea of Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert. Well, who's the, carport, uh, carpool karaoke guy? James Corden. James Corden. Yeah. Uh, the problem is young people don't have cable. So they're like, oh, right. I don't care. And then they're not going to watch YouTubes because they're like, who are these old dudes? Right. Even though they're not that old. No, they're not. But they are too. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Cracking uh, like dad jokes kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, next on this list is cable. Like Crash just mentioned. Yeah. Cord cutting is starting to become mainstream. Not so much here in Canada, but down in the States where you have a ton of different ways to watch mm-hmm. streaming platforms. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about these are called baby boomer trends that are going to that young people are going to kill. By the way, your fanny pack that you're talking about that folds into like slush pants and stuff. Yeah, thanks. How cool is it? Uh, that was the K-Way jacket. Oh, the Someone K-Way. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back. Because <laughs> you're back. in such extreme weather conditions that you need this. <laughs> I do. Uh, calling people instead of texting. They said there's going to be no more calls anymore. I, I would rather a text. How many of your guys' moms or dads or grandparents text you to call them? They'll text you to call? My mom does all the like time. Like if you send a message, it just they shoot back, call me? Yeah. Ugh. Hey, can like, you no. give me a call when you get home? I'm like, Mom, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> we can probably get this done in 15 yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, sandals with socks? Mm. Wow, that one's been around for a yeah, while. That happens. How about this one? I think this is coming back. Golf visors. No. Yeah. Golf visors. 
I, they'll never come back. Were they ever really in? Like full full deal? Uh, some In some fashion they are, yep. Velcro sneakers? Well, those are back. You know what? They, uh, I, I feel like the hipsters brought those back. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I don't think uh, the boomers started uh, rocking them or continued to rock them. I feel like hipsters brought it back. Yeah, my parents would never be caught dead in a pair of Velcro sneakers. Yeah, I had them growing up. You know what I bought the other day, guys? Uh, this just reminds me. Sorry, sidebar. Mm. I bought laceless gym shoes. What does that mean? I have gym shoes. Yeah. Like my, they're like... High so impact. So you wear shoes? slippers at the gym. Yeah. That's how intense your workout is. They don't is. have laces. You just slide your feet. I in? slip them on, and it's tight. And they tighten. What do you mean they tighten? They tighten over the. So like the, the clap on the top of my foot. How cool is that? Shoes tighten. Yeah, yeah. They don't have laces. I slip like, them on, and they form to my feet. Wow. How neat is that? Yeah, I didn't see those. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that was pretty Sneak cool. Sneak those in the house. Uh, and the last one here, uh, the goal of running for anything political. Hmm. Yeah. Apparently, young people just don't seem to have the urge to do that anymore. I don't know if I agree with that. But the boomers are still like, ah, I should, you know what? I should run for politics. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Nancy on the North says, what the hell does Velcro sneakers have, sneakers have to do with baby boomers? Your list is dumb. Mm. Okay. Well, boomers, like the, the old peeps used to have Velcro sneakers. They used to have Velcro sneakers. Yeah, it was I huge. remember my uncle had Velcro sneakers. Did he? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was just a cheaper sneaker or whatever, but that's it, it is what it is. Uh, when my dad was around, I think he, uh, I'm pretty sure he had uh, some like dirty white Velcro sneakers. Those things were kicking around. Hmm. They were just like your, uh, your like ca- very, very cash shoes, right? Yeah, they were. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, I found my kids matching fanny pack windbreaker jackers, jackets once at a secondhand store and I was way too excited. Mm-hmm. That's from Christy in Sherwood Park. Someone's still a big fan of the Golf Pfizer. Yeah, Golf Pfizers are huge. I don't think I... Uh, I don't think I could pull it off. Actually, you know what? You could pull it off. You know it. I did rock a golf visor. I knew it. I had a beige one. Yep. Yeah, and I had poofy hair out the top. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, I feel like oh, it's this 1994 I, crash. It just, it the just poofy all, hair. Yeah, and, it just all rolled back. Yeah, you did. It all it, came back. Yeah. I, I think it was uh, like one. I only did it for one year, like one school year. Sure. And I thought I was the coolest cat around. My dad wore a golf visor for a while. Did he have like the uh, like the transparent green visor, or was uh, it a yeah a us solid as, one? Us as kids, we had the transparent ones, which were fun. Mm-hmm. But my dad had the more sleek ones, mm. like the Titleist ones, and oh, like the yeah, pro golf pro golf ones. Yeah, yeah. He rocked those, and I wore the blue. Like it had like the transparent blue. Yeah, yeah. You know, my the problem with my visor now. Um, the beak on it was too big because it was a cheap ass one yeah. that I it's I think I bought it at like Red Apple or Byway or whatever. Sure. Um, the beak because a visor you need like a certain amount of uh, length on it, right? Yeah. Mine. You do. Mine was like a full hat. It was weird. Oh, your mom bought you a cheap one. <laughs> oh, it was very cheap. Yeah. They might have just gave it to her because it was a wrong one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had like a full hat size. Uh, Visor on it. Mm. Not good. Uh, uh, this text here says, hey, guys, good morning. I am an Asian man, mm-hmm. and Asian people are huge into golf visors. Oh, still? Yeah. Huh? I love them. Why? What, what is the appeal of a golf visor? This text here, ladies look great in a golf visor. You know what? I'll agree with you on that. Hmm. And if you've got, like, a nice ponytail popping out. Yep. Done and oh done, Oh, my hey? God. Throw my golf bag down. Day is done. 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 <laughs> yes, Haley, that happens. Yes. <laughs> Get that visor. Okay, for those of you who are going to be looking for uh, a job, 
This is a good news. Have you ever seen a job that was perfect, but you didn't have all the required skills that they listed? So you're looking at the job. You're like, man, this is the job for me. But I don't check all the boxes. You got to lie. You got to lie. Well, according to a recent study, you should be applying for those types of jobs anyways. Do you admit that you don't know or do you lie and say that you you've dabbled in like this area of Um, expertise? That's a really good question, because ultimately, if there's a whole bunch of resumes on the desk, is someone going to look at a resume where you're like, hey, hey, I like this job, but I'm not qualified, but I'm a real hard worker. Are they going to actually look at that or throw it aside? Okay, if you are in the position now, family, if you're in the position to hire people, if someone came in like Crash and said, listen, I don't have all the skills, but I'm a really good worker, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Like I'm dedicated, I'm dedicated. I'm passionate about this. Would you hire them? Or Would are, I even get the chance? Are you looking for the guy or the girl who has all of the skills? Mm-hmm. Every single skill that you list. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I'm going to say you don't need every skill. You think, I, think you skills, think I think they can be taught. If my resume is written up properly, you think it would stand out? Yes. That they'd be like, you know what? We're going to give this guy a chance. Okay. Well, while the now, while the hiring part of the now family, yeah. while they answer, mm. if uh, you'll hire people who aren't fully skilled, mm. here's what researchers found. They looked at 118 different jobs and over 6,000 job applications, and they found that you need less than 50% of the required skills to get yourself in an interview. Mm. So if you have half of what they're looking for, yeah. it will land you an interview. Okay. People who match 50% of the requirements for a job were just as likely to get an interview as people who had 90% of the skills. Uh, and guess what? Mm. People got jobs only having 50% of the skills. People actually took required. a chance. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. In- <laughs> Darren on the app. Uh, Crash. Crash's first thought was to lie. Now why would I trust this resume? Well, you're right. And, you sh- and obviously you shouldn't. Because I, Good do, point, Darren. But you know what, though? Isn't it everybody's first instinct to lie like when really, you're looking for work? I don't like to call it lying. I just say embellishing. Well, like getting your first job in radio, too. Every radio studio is completely different. Yeah, Everyone different uses different program, software, software and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You make it up. You're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good at that one. Yeah, I know that one. And I, when I first started, I didn't have Google. So I'm like, oh, God, I hope there is a handbook or something. <laughs> right. Sure. No, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't just uh, give a quick Google, watch a YouTube tutorial. It wasn't around. Yeah, you're right. You couldn't. You just had to look at the, the software and really figure it out. Open that help file and master it quickly. Would you lie now? Um, Probably. I would embellish. Or would you say, I don't know, but I'll learn? Like, I, I can figure that out? Although, I guess, yeah, and people are saying that they'll give people a chance. Maybe maybe I would. Maybe I'd be like, you know what? I'm, uh, I know about 70% of the job, but I'm definitely willing to learn. But I'm definitely willing to learn. What's the key word? There's got to be, like, a nice, like, the, the key word that'll get you in. Like, I'm a go-getter? I, well, yeah, like, I guess if you look like you're a put-together person who can be trusted, a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda's got some thoughts here. Okay. Uh, good morning, Amanda. Good morning. How are you? Good. Hi, good. good. Uh, have you been in this situation or what? Um, I actually have. Um, I found in my experience, employers uh, they they want you to be teachable. Um, they want you to be eager um, and ready to to learn new skills because they don't want somebody walking in that already has bad habits. Oh, that's so, a good point. Uh, then they can mold you. 
Exactly, and then they can get you to uh, adhere to their standards, you know? Uh-huh. So, uh, being teachable is really, really a big, big one on the top of the list. So do you hire people, Amanda? Uh, I, myself, personally, no. Um, I've had to hire babysitters. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I work in the in the bar industry. Um, and I see a lot of people coming and going and, and I'm friendly with the owners mm. and, uh, a lot of times they'll bring somebody in, uh, that doesn't really know necessarily exactly all the requirements of the job, yeah. but they're willing to learn. And some of them stick around for a really long time and, and others kind of drop off and, and that's the industry. You know, they want people that are teachable though. So yeah. it's probably better to take a chance on someone than someone coming in and be like, I am actually overly qualified for this job. They could absolutely lie. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks, Amanda. You guys have a great morning. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, a lot of people on the app, too, are saying, like, a lot of people are texting in as well, mm-hmm. saying that uh, they wouldn't trust a resume where that person seems to know everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you don't want to come across as uh, <laughs> that... that guy or girl. I know this... Um, Darren says, hey, guys, I've worked with people who have lied. One guy said he had 24 years experience in a trade. Mm-hmm. He was 27 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's really good. That's really good. Guys, let me tell you, yeah. I've lived a life. 24 years, baby. That's funny. Uh, also, with this study, they also found having a super long resume can significantly lower your chances of landing an interview. Mm. Uh, for most jobs, they say the sweet spot is around two pages. Anything longer than that makes you 43% less hireable. So cut it down. What makes your resume long? A bunch of different jobs? Yeah. Is it okay to admit certain jobs? Yes. And they also say your sweet spot. But then you get a dead spot. They say you your get- sweet spot is between 475 to 600 words. Mm. No more than that. People just stop reading. But if you're pulling out uh, different jobs that you had... Uh, if you're omitting them from your resume, mm-hmm. then you get dead spots. So you answer them in the interview. That's what they say. Oh. So you explain so like, it. I left it out so it, yes. my resume wasn't three pages. That's exactly it. <laughs> and also, I don't know why I've worked 400 jobs in the last four years. <laughs> I'm hoping to change that with your company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, and one last quick story here for you guys. Uh, a babysitter's sister decided to turn to Reddit after she posted a text exchange um, where her sister and um, who was a babysitter and a mom agreed on sixteen dollars an hour for babysitting. Mm-hmm. That's a good chunk of change. If, it is a good chunk of change. Yeah. Sixteen bucks an hour for babysitting. And you know what? I'm I'm wondering if anybody can have anything that they want to share on this. Mm. Let me throw it out there right now. 780-489-4669. I want to see if uh, you, anybody's been asked to do a job mm-hmm. and you did that job. And did you get paid? Mm. Apparently, here's what happened. The babysitter and the mom agreed on $16 an hour. Mm-hmm. Everything starts off all pleasant. The babysitter um, compliments, you know, the babysitter says, um, I'll, you know, I'm going to swing by um, and get my payment after she babysat. Yeah. The reason being is because mom came home and said, oh, I don't have the cash on me. I'm so sorry. And the babysitter said, hey, you know what? No problem. Your kids were great. I'll come by tomorrow and you can pick up. I'll pick up the money for babysitting. Well, when she got there, uh, the mother said that she will not be paying her any money because her kids are very well behaved and the babysitter ate all of the ice cream in the fridge. (gasps) You still have to pay the babysitter. Isn't that uh, I've never babysat in my life. 
Isn't that part of the deal? It was part of my deal. The babysitter can eat whatever they want in the house. Yeah. That's part of the deal, is it not? Now, if you're wondering how long was the babysitter with the children, yeah. uh, the babysitter was there for eight hours. Oh, my God. And she doesn't want to pay her? No. Your Apparently tub the, of ice cream is $5. The child's regular, uh, the children's regular child care was canceled for the day and mom had to go to work. Mm-hmm. So the babysitter agreed that she would watch the children for eight hours. Uh, the mom responded in text, um... I don't appreciate your anger. You got free ice cream and a day of fun. A day of fun because her children are angels. Oh, man. Anyone who's babysat right now probably is just irate. (laughs) I've never babysat and I'm irate. That is ridiculous. Wow. 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 The babysitter then goes on to plead with her to say, I have to pay for my textbooks for my new semester. Even saying that I'll just, uh, you know, I'll take seven or I'll take, pardon me, $100. The mom responds with, quote, absolutely not. I wish I didn't have such a stuck up C word watching my kids. (gasps) I'm going to block you now. Please do not contact me again. What is this woman's problem? She doesn't want to pay her babysitter. It's it's like, what, 130 bucks? It would would have been 128 dollars. 128 bucks? Wow. You didn't want to do that. $128. $128. Well, her kids may be angels, but she's a giant. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so the text uh, the text exchange was posted on Reddit. Yeah. I want to know uh, from the Now family, uh, just really quick here right now, 780-489-4669. Has anybody ever done a job and then not been paid for it? Mm-hmm. I'd be livid. Because I want to know, did you get paid? Mm-hmm. And, like, did that, like, did did were you able to get your money? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of any. I made sure I got paid. Like even I, like a regular job. Like, did you go in and then they fired you and you never got your last paycheck? Haley, it happened to you twice. What? While babysitting? Oh, where they're like, no, it's not. You didn't do a good job. When I was babysitting, usually they'd even put out a spread. Yeah, I just like thought it was. was I thought like, the house is kind of fair game. Yeah, there was like uh, like chips, or there was you know like uh, I don't know some sort of snacks, and yeah. usually there was pop left for you, mm-hmm. or like juice or whatnot, and they would say you know help yourself to well, anything. You got, like, oh yeah, a nice lavish spread there. Oh yeah, because you and the kids would have some snacks or whatever before you went to bed, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So this one, this girl babysits for this woman for eight hours. She was mm-hmm. supposed to get paid one hundred twenty eight dollars. The mom paid her nothing, saying I have great kids and you ate all the ice cream. <laughs> Has anybody ever? Never been paid for a job that they completed. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about a post on Reddit where uh, a woman, a young a young woman, she's a student, um, agreed on a babysitting job, and the babysitting job was going to be for eight hours, sixteen dollars an hour. After a woman's childcare was unavailable, she had to go to work, and so she paid a babysitter. Mm-hmm. However, she did not pay that babysitter. When she got home from work, she said, "I didn't have the money." The babysitter said, "No problem, I'll come back tomorrow to collect." And then that's when the texting started that night. Uh, the mom said, "I'm not paying you. Uh, my kids are great, and you ate the ice cream." <laughs> her hangup is the ice cream. Yeah, her she's is the really. Ice cream. Pissed that the the ice cream was not there when she got home. Uh, now the amount should have been more than a hundred dollars, but the babysitter even said, "Just give me one hundred dollars and we'll call it a day." Mm-hmm. Um, to which she said that there was no way that they would she would pay a hundred twenty eight dollars for a single day of someone watching her children. <laughs> I, uh, I guarantee the uh, uh, the kids. Uh, 
parents are probably pretty ticked on that well, too. Well, yeah, I so would imagine like, oh so. my God. Everyone on Reddit is encouraging the babysitter to go to small claims court, and some people are saying the ideal situation would be for her to appear on Judge Judy. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be a nice <laughs> That's one. That's a Judge Judy That's a Judge right Judy story for yeah, sure. so we want to know if you have you ever done a job and then you didn't get paid. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Uh, Southside Jay's right at the top here. Hey, Jay, how you doing, buddy? Hey, not too bad. And you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, did you end up doing a job that you didn't get paid for? I did. I was uh, in the early days of my electrical apprenticeship. Yeah. And was doing some side jobs for a slumlord. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he decided that he was going to ignore calls for payment. Oh, no. So you did a couple jobs and you're like, hey, man, I need some payment and just blocked you and ignored you. Yeah, and when you're a apprentice, you're barely making any money anyways. So oh, exactly, yeah. Things are a little tight. Oh, for sure. Did uh, uh, did he ever answer your call? Did you ever get a dime from him? Well, uh, my employer at the time, we were doing work for the people that actually paid him. So he was the contractor that was turning all of these university houses into uh, multiple dwelling condos and such. Okay, yeah. And so I knew where he was getting his money from, and they had a shop set up. So I went in there and said, listen, uh, Sid's not paying, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow to collect payment. Yeah. And... By the time I had driven two blocks away, he called me and said, "Come pick up your check." Wow! <laughs> wow! As soon as money's back. yeah, as soon as someone's taking his money, right. he's like, "Oh, son of a!" Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. well, I'm glad you got cash out of the deal at the end of it, man. Well, that was the last time I worked for Slumlord, Sid. I bet, yeah. Well, yeah, Slumlord just doesn't say uh, they're going to pay. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. good. I don't mind doing the work as long as I get paid at the end of it. Oh, there exactly. There you go. Okay, thanks, Southside Jane. Mm-hmm. Like what? What goes on in your brain to to treat someone like that? I have that, no idea. I listen to this one here. It says, "Hey guys, I just went over to Reddit and I read the actual post." Yeah, this woman sounds like my ex-wife. Oh no! Regularly, she would get her quote friends to help her out by loaning her money and then making up excuses for reasons not to pay them back. One instance was she borrowed almost ten thousand dollars from my sister. <sighs> Never paid her a cent. No, that happens. That unfortunately happens probably quite often, right? Yeah. Because family, typically family's going to help family. Uh-huh. And then bing, bang, boom. Yeah. That's what happens. Uh, St. Anonymous here on uh, 4. Hello. Good morning. Hey. Hi. All right. So uh, this uh, happened to your friend, right? He didn't get paid for a job that he did? Yeah. Well, it, this will be the fifth job that he doesn't get paid for. Yeah. Um, he he's a rest- renovation guy and he does phenomenal work. So there's no issue with the work quality. Yeah. Um, but he's just such a nice guy that when they agree upon a price, he just starts to work. And when he finishes, the guy goes, well, I don't really have the money right now or no, uh, I just, I just don't know if I really like this style that you did in here or something <gasps> like that. They start nitpicking. Gosh. Yep. And this has been about the fifth job so far where he has not been paid. And this is three, four, five thousand dollars easy. <sighs> yeah, this um, got to be tough for uh, people that do renovations, right? Yeah, and it, you know, and the the guy's so nice. So, well, you know, pay me when you can. Well, in turn, his bills are are starting to yell at him and he can't pay his mortgage and stuff like that. Yeah. And I keep telling him, I said, on your invoice, put on there after 30 days of finishing the job, if they do not pay you, at a 15% surcharge every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Throw, throw some legal mumbo jumbo on there, try to well, yeah. intimidate. 
oh yeah and uh he says no no it's okay so <sighs> he's oh. now he's struggling and yeah. it's winter time so it's harder to do work and he's still being dropped every single time yeah People he's too nice wanting to pay he's way too nice he uh he needs you to walk in there with him and you do the negotiating Oh, yeah, I'll get yeah. that. You'll get that damn money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for sharing that. I hope it works better for everybody in the future. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too, man. Bye-bye. That sucks. Oh, yeah. You do hear tough. a lot of those renovation stories where, uh, like, contractors and tradespeople aren't getting paid, but this guy's way too nice. Way too nice. You got to set it. Yeah, you got to set it up. You pay me this percentage. Like, you pay me or I burn your house down. Yeah. <laughs> or you could do that. Yeah, yeah. right. Let's see how that one goes. Yeah. See if the cops are called on that. Uh, another one. Let's do... Uh, do I got Diane? Yeah, I got Diane hanging on. How you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you? Yeah, doing good. fantastic. Uh, so what did you not get paid for? Well, exactly the same thing. So I was a nanny for three years, and I was in Fort Murray. And when I got my open work permit, I started doing part-time jobs. Yeah. So I babysit for other families. Mm. And there's this one single dad who hired me to do a 12-hour shift. Oh, yeah. Which I did. And I didn't just babysit, right? I drove them around the city, took them to their skating classes and swimming classes and stuff like that. Wow, you went like full nanny. Yeah. And then um, when he got home, we said, hey, I didn't get paid for my work today, so can I pay you tomorrow? And so I said, okay, uh, just email transfer me the money. So I gave him my email address. Yeah. And then I didn't hear from him the whole day the next day. And I met him on Facebook because there's like a babysitter site in Fort sure. McMurray that yep. we go to. Yeah. And then he's like totally blocked. Like I, I can't reach him anymore. What? And I realized that he blocked me on Facebook. So then I tried calling him, and he's not picking up anymore. So I went to his house and knocked on the door, and no one's answering. So I left. And so I was just waiting and waiting. And then a few days later, I was driving driving around for Murray, and I saw him with the kids, and I stopped. And I said, hey, I was just wondering if you can pay me. And he's like, totally like he didn't know me. <gasps> like he didn't recognize me at all. So wow. I never got paid. I never got wow. my back. And you never, ever got paid. No, no. Oh, what a weird situation where he's like, "I, who are you? I don't know who you are. Sorry. And so I posted like on that website not to babysit for him anymore because he's like never going to pay you. Absolutely. Now. What a bad situation. I'm sorry, sorry you had to go happened. through that. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. What a terrible one. What Thanks for jerk. sure. Thanks for sharing that, Diane. Right, have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What, a weird, <laughs> what a weird and awkward situation for someone to not... To pretend not to know. I think I would who lose. I don't think I would be as chill as uh, Diane was. I I would lose my mind. I think. Although you don't want to do that in front of the kids. Uh, this text here says I did engagement photos for my aunt three years ago. We agreed on two hundred dollars long before the shoot. She harassed me afterwards for the finished photos. Despite telling, despite me telling her, give me one to two weeks to touch him up and make him look good. Yeah. She gave me $50 up front and I have yet to receive a single dime or a birthday call or a Christmas call from her ever since. Oh, you're not going to see another dime from her because she's going to be like, well, the photos weren't actually that great. Blah, blah, blah. The touch ups weren't the greatest. Right. Is that the goal? So you don't pay, you nitpick. You nitpick. Yeah. And then you make up excuses. She gave her 50 bucks. Yeah. On, on an, they agreed on $200. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one here. Let's take uh, Corey. Hey, buddy. 
Hey guys, how hey, you doing? Fantastic. Good. All right, so uh, what was your situation where you weren't paid for a job you did? Well, it wasn't really a job. It was more like uh, a favor for my stepmom. She wanted me to rub cream on her feet. Now, to give it some context, she doesn't exactly have the nicest feet. The calluses, she uh, put, you know, the, the micro baby toenail on it. So it was pretty nasty. But yeah, okay. she, she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay you 25 cents. And, you know, I'm six years old at the time. So I'm thinking, okay, that's a couple of, that's 25 one-cent candies or, you know, a few five-cent candies. So I'm thinking, okay, bonus. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, the hell with it, right? Yeah, for sure. So I do it. And then she... Uh, she, I'm like, hey, where's my 25 cents? She said, oh, it's up on the fridge. I'm like, yeah. I'm like three feet. I can't get up on the fridge. I can't go up there and get it myself. Yeah. I never got my 25 cents. She but never gave it to you? What a horrible thing to do to a little kid. Rubbing lotion on her dirty yeah. ass callous feet? That's gross. Oh. <laughs> oh. She never gave it to me. I, I still razz her about that to the day. That is filthy. Yeah, she owes you 25 yeah. cents on her skanky, naughty feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is glorious. Well, the going rate for Mars's feet is 10 bucks no. if you want to come rub those. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll take it. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, have you guys ever had a song stuck in your head and then woke up the next day and that song is still in your head? All yeah. the time. A new study found that it's fairly common and it actually might be affecting your sleep. Scientists at Baylor played catchy songs for people before bed and then scanned their brains while they slept. Oh. Uh, here's the songs that they use, Crash. Yeah. If you want to look these up here, we, we have all of them. Uh, number one, this is the song that people say get, that gets stuck in their head. Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Oh, well, shake it off. <laughs> Has that ever been in your head? All the time. Really? Shake it off. Shake it off. That's not oh. one that gets stuck in mine. Yeah, I, I, I don't think this one's ever been stuck in my head. I see you too late. Bum, 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 bum. Got nothing in my brain. Yeah, this has been in my head a couple times. Oh, really? Was it when it first came out because it was getting a lot of airplay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I right. think we've killed that one. Okay, that's the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, that's a good the, one, too. This one gets has been stuck in my head. <laughs> like, I'm trying to go to sleep, and I'm like, eh, I just met you. Is it because the song just becomes so popular? That no matter where you are, you hear your grocery store, cost store, liquor store. Well, and it's easy to like learn the words because you can understand what they're saying. That's a good point. And it's so catchy. Mm. I think it's just catchy. Yeah, I get it. I can go to bed with that in my head. I would not want to wake For up with sure. that in my head. And the last one and the third one that yeah. people get stuck in their head all the time is Don't Stop Believing" by mm. Journey. Mm. Apparently people try to lay down to go to sleep at night and then all of a sudden Journey kicks in. You're like, what the hell? I'm just trying to get some sleep here, Journey. Back off. You know what I mean? Here we go. So you're trying to sleep. You're like, what is that piano? Uh, yeah, you're like, why? 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 No, 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 no. Why? No. No, no, no. Let's go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Don't think about anything. Just a small town world. Oh, my wife. <laughs> world. Oh, man. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Oh. 
So you're trying to sleep at night, and then sure enough, Journey makes its way in there. Or you're trying to sleep this morning, and your alarm's going off, and you're like, stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> or that right now. You're, you're like, it's, oh, no, it's yes. I'm waking up to this in my head. <laughs> well, apparently, they found that when you go to bed with a song in your head, your brain keeps getting triggered by it, even while you sleep, so the quality of your sleep suffers. If you're someone who gets a song stuck in their head a lot, mm. they say you might not want to listen to music late at night anymore, especially don't listen to music right before you go to bed mm. because it'll just be in there mm-hmm. I guess yeah uh, the other day I woke up or for like three days in a row I woke up with uh, 21 Pilots new song on my head Saturday and I don't Did even you really and I don't even know if I like it but it's just it, I don't know if it's one of those ones that gets stuck in your head I like this song this is a fun song yeah. Maybe I'm always thinking of Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> like, oh, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. But yeah, for yeah, like three days one. in a row, the beginning yeah. of this week, I woke up with this damn song in my head. I'm like, I went to bed. Uh, I went to bed the other night, and the song you just played, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not get it out. Oh yeah. I was like laying down in bed and trying to like close my eyes and go to sleep. And just as sleep sits in, I'm like, well, good for you. I guess you moved on. I'm like, what am I doing? Your heart's like, yeah, I'm like, stop. You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks. I'm like, stop. Oh, no. Stop. Like, just stop. Yeah, that's like a fun damn sociopath. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right? Oh. So what should we listen to before bed? Just like calming, yeah. no vocal music? No, or nothing at all. Mm. Silence. That's yeah. what they say. They say, don't listen to music late at night anymore. Don't listen, listen to music right before bed silence kills me yeah then I know. i'm listening for problems mm-hmm. science kills me or silence science kills you. no i like science <laughs> silence kills me because that's when my brain starts to race yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i yeah. need like white noise or something to distract my brain i've uh i had like the Soundmaster master 3000 years ago and this one would play all your sounds waterfalls birds whatever yeah. there was a white noise feature um i found the break in the white noise Oh, like, like I the found, loop? I found the loop. And I'm listening and I'm like, there it is. And then I wait, I count. It was like at 48 second mark. I'm like, there's the loop. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh my God, this is driving me insane. Oh, no. And then I started hearing things in the white noise. Oh. Oh, like, like messages. You, if you listen to white noise, your brain <laughs> will piece together something that you can understand. Oh, you can hear something. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's if you your... listen to it long enough, Haley, you can you can piece something together. I, was reading... I know it sounds like we're crazy talking. I'm going to do that on my time off. <laughs> I was reading a study on that. It's also the same way, you know, when you look at clouds that go by. And you see and shapes. You, and you see shapes because your brain is trying to identify. Oh, I saw a dinosaur the other day. No, you didn't. I did. I was going to take a picture and outline it and be like, dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same thing when you listen to white noise. Your brain is trying to find something that it can it, it identifies. That's why you hear messages. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, usually yeah. they're horrible messages. Oh. No, they're not. <laughs> Maybe I won't be doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do it on the weekend. <laughs> All right, this is interesting. Um, for those of you who use the word "thank you" a lot, do you use it sincerely, or is it just such habit? to say thank you to everything, that it's now becoming insincere. 
No, I think it's still sincere. Okay. Researchers conducted a study on how and when we show our appreciation. And there's some interesting findings here. For starters, the average adult will say thank you 207 times a month. That's roughly 6.8 times in a day. Hmm. That's a, that's a fair amount. I, f- I feel like I'd probably say thank you actually more than that. Okay. That's a lot mm-hmm. of gratitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, right? But some of it apparently is fake. On average, 26% of the thank yous that you say are insincere. How do you, how are you busting out an insincere thank you? Like if someone does something and you say thanks, how, how's that well, insincere? If they do something that you didn't want them to do, uh. they go, oh, thanks. thanks. Mm. <laughs> You've made my job harder. Yeah. Do you, if, uh, let's say, boss walks in your office, Haley throws a stack of uh, stuff down, do you, do you say thanks? No, I, I never say thank you. Okay. He does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But if she did, it'd be insincere. That would you don't be an really insincere mean one. Like, yeah. oh, great. Yeah. Thanks. Because you don't care. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Mars is right. Just the sheer amount of thank yous. They can't all they be can't sincere. all be sincere. Uh, about a quarter of people surveyed think that that's a problem. And they say that the genuine appreciation of what people are doing around you is dying out. 33% said that they would still prefer to hear the words, even if the person is just saying thank you for the sake of it. This is also interesting. Mm. Apparently, when someone holds a door open for you and you say thank you, you actually don't remember saying it. Well, yeah, because we're doing it to be polite. Because yeah. you're just doing it to be polite. Yeah, you so don't even think about it. that they held the exactly. door. Like, I could have handled it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, it's insincere. Because you're like, thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm right. sure. Yeah, I say that all the time. But yeah, yeah. I don't pay attention in to that. In fact, I'm a little pissed because I had to hustle from my car because I saw you Exactly. The door. Just go mm-hmm. in the mall. I'll get it myself. Yeah. Here's what also is, uh, is fairly interesting. Uh, is that 55% of people claim that they've become more grateful during the pandemic and are more likely to say a thank you mm. than anything else. Yeah, I, I busted a nice. lot of thank yous. And I feel like they're genuine. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that sounds really right? good. Totally genuine. Yeah, that's Thanks. A, thanks. Right. Thanks a bunch. Ah, oh, thanks. Do you care yeah. if it's the formal thank you or the abbreviated thanks? No, I don't care. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Feels a little more sincere, actually. Yeah. You know what is funny, though, is that speaking of people holding doors open for you, mm-hmm. I do get very irritated when I hold the door open for someone and they say nothing. I shouldn't let it bother me. We've discussed it on this program before. Sometimes but, you say you're welcome. But to this day, if I if I del- <laughs> if I deliberately hold like am I'm I'm waiting for you yeah. or I've I've held you can see I've held it. Yeah. If I don't get an acknowledgement on that, I'm legit mad. What would you oh, yeah. do? Because a few times you've said you're welcome. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> what would you do if they turned around and said, I didn't ask you to hold the door? I'd say, well, I did. Here we go. And then, therefore, you thank me. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you shouldn't be asking people to hold doors open for you. Who do you think you are? The king of Edmonton? I didn't, Stop it. I didn't ask for the door to be held open. I have two hands that could fully open the door oh, myself. Fo- pull a gingy on me? No. I, I have two elbows that yeah. I can open the door with. Then I'd be like, oh, well, then let's see. And I'd push you outside and I'd hold the door closed. <laughs> You're not getting in now. <laughs> <laughs> Open that door! It's a great time. You never want to be around a door when Mars is there. <laughs> There's such a, a, a switch you flick from being the nice yeah. person holding the door uh. to not receiving your praise. Yeah. And then the passive aggressive, you're welcome. Yeah. It doesn't bother you to hold the door open for people and they don't acknowledge it. Drives me insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would throw down the, I don't think I have the. You've never done the, the you're welcome? Do I don't think welcome. I've ever done the you welcome. you're welcome. Oh, I have. Oh, have I've you? heard that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And they say it with a smile, but it's got an edge. Yeah. Or Mars will say an off the cuff comment you're still in earshot you can hear mm-hmm. <laughs> or sometimes we like i held the door open for that person and they didn't <laughs> <laughs> 
you get on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you believe what this yeah. jackass yeah. did in front of yeah. me? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I did. I couldn't answer earlier. My hands were full, holding the door for the rudest person in Alberta. <laughs> you know, earshot. <laughs> Yeah. Did you see that crash? I held the door open. Yeah, yeah. I'm person. like, God, it's fine. I held the door open for that woman right over there, and she didn't even say uh, thank you. We we just talked about how that's an insincere thank you anyway, because no one cares. Yeah, we care more about not getting the thank you so than stupid. we do when we give it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny the way that that's. that's way and sometimes they turn and look. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, maybe they, maybe they're busy. Maybe they're having a day. Maybe it was muffled. They got everyone's wearing a mask. Maybe you didn't hear it. No, I I, I listened for it. Maybe they had you listen in, for your little treat. I do. I <laughs> Maybe do. Maybe they had invisible earbuds in. Yeah, I do. And nope. they were listening to music and didn't didn't hear. Well, you know what they did hear? That person over there did not say thank you. <sighs> what about? And look at their shoes. Ew. <laughs> I, don't do that. I don't do that. It turns into a train situation. You're heading to the mall. There's a crowd. You grab the door. Now you're holding it for 10, 15 people. Oh no, you don't do that. You want to thank you from each one? Oh no, two people go in. I walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, you don't, you hold it for the whole train. If there's a line no, of don't. people, you yeah. cut people no. off. No, yeah, I let one or two people go through, and then I just pass the door off. Someone else will grab it. That's ruder than not saying thank you. Oh, I don't think so. Now you've become the villain. Yeah, I just two people in, then I go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, that's enough. I already held it for two. <laughs> I'll be entering now. Oh yeah, I'm not holding the door for like ten people. Forget Does that. Does your wheelchair not have reverse? <laughs> I'd like to go. That's right. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> People are saying they get that irate over the uh, wa- uh, wave in traffic. Oh, that mm. that turns my vision red. Yeah, if people don't wave. Well, and if I'm nice enough to let somebody in, yeah. especially when traffic is horrendous and they're doing something dumb, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, whatever, it's just easier to let you in, yeah. and they don't wave, mm. I'm dead-eyeing you in your rearview mirror. Should I be waving if uh, I have a my lane's ending and I have to merge into the other lane and someone lets me in? Do I wave on that? You can, yeah. but uh, that's not, that's just traffic flow. Agree, but I, I, I still wave. Yeah, so do I. Do we all do know not. about the four ways? <laughs> yeah. If you, were, if you, if someone flashes their four ways in front of you, oh. that, that's a thank you. Oh, is that a thank you? Because I'm like, the oh, now you're breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> I let you in. Get out of the way. Now you're hunting junk. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, truckers will do that too, won't they? Is that a trucker move? Yeah, yeah I think I, truckers I don't know. do that. Yeah, yeah oh. truckers and buses. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, four ways flashing. Oh, I'm like, oh, great. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. Anything to slow me yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I shouldn't let anyone in. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thank you. Just yeah. ride bumpers. Okay. That way no one gets in between you. All right. Well, at least now I know. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. All right. Would you guys say that you are good at spelling? Yeah, I'm awesome at spelling. Okay. Mm. <laughs> what? I could use a little work. Oh. You could use a little work? Haley, would you say that you are a good speller? I think I am, but I also know that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with a word. Let, let, try me. Oh gosh, you want like a? Do you want like a spelling bee word? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if they well, got, yeah, if they got a spelling bee word. Hit me with it. One of like the first rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Head to the championship okay. word. Okay. okay, we won't go. Um, we won't go crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, yeah. here we go. Well, first yeah. of all, before I hit you with the word, I yeah. just want to tell you this: forty percent of adults said that they were very good, if not excellent, at spelling. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to men and women, women said that they were excellent spellers, whereas men said that they were just somewhat good spellers. Mm. So let's get to it here. Uh, number one for the first word. Yeah. Okay, can I write it down? Yeah, you can write it down. Yeah. Corruptible. Oh. Can you use that in a sentence, please? I can uh, spell it. 
Oh, okay. Haley's just right. <laughs> Haley's okay. right on it. Okay, Haley, you'll get that one. Uh, th- yes, we'll say our boss here is extremely corruptible <laughs> when it comes to making major decisions for the company. Oh no, <laughs> it doesn't look right. I'll be honest. I wrote it down. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh-uh. All right, Ginge, give it to me. C. Yeah. O. Yeah. R. R. Yeah. U. Yep. P. Yep. T. Yep. Here's where I got into trouble. A. Hmm. B-L-E. It's not A. No, it's not A. You're wrong. You're wrong. Is that what you wrote, Haley? Yeah. Did you do that? Oh, man. You guys have pens and paper? Yeah, you write this down. I'm using my brain. Oh, forget that. Yeah. (laughs) It is. tired. It is, in fact, an I. Corrupt. Yeah. Corruptible. Oh, I would have failed. All right. I'll give you another one. Spelling bee. Are you ready? Here we go. This is for beginners. This is a beginner spelling bee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Intravenous. Oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Can you use that in a sentence, please? Oh, God. Um, Charles was in the hospital and had to have fluids put into him through an intravenous line. Mm. Intravenous. Intravenous. Okay, I, I got this. Okay, yeah. I just wrote it down. All right, Crash. Okay. Um, I. Yeah. T R E V E N U S. No, you're out. Oh. Really? I think I know your mistake. Is it a? Uh, is it an I? Starts with an I, right? Yeah, it's intravenous. No, no, <laughs> no I in the middle. N T R A V E N O U S. Correct. Ah, ding, ding, It's an A. Yeah. Haley, did you get that one? Yep. Ah, you did. Okay, let's move on to the intermediate words. Crash cannot do beginner. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, I'm I'm only pro. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Rescind. Oh, that one's easy. Can I get that in a sentence, please? Rescind. Uh, yes. Um, I made uh, a credit card, or someone made a credit card purchase that was not mine. Therefore, the company was able to rescind the purchase. R E C I. Wrong. Uh oh. Oh, hold on. Haley, do you have this? Is it R E S? C-I-N-D? Correct. Yes. Oh, there's an S in there? Yeah. What? You don't need both. Why? Why are you doing the job? Because the C makes, with the I makes a S sound, but you yeah. also need a S before Oh, yeah. It. I just put an S in there. That does look right. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Go right to pro. All right. We're going right here yeah. to advance. Yeah. yeah, these words advance. are too easy Are you ready? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, let's do... Spaghetti? It's that H that gets you. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Spaghetti. <laughs> the last one for the spelling bee. Yeah. Demitas. Can you use it in a sentence? I can Demi- use that in a sentence, tass. yes. Uh, after the show, I like to sip espresso out of a demitas. Wow. Okay. Wow. okay. All right. You can, can do you have the origin? Uh, no, I don't have the origin. I'm guessing for this one. I've yeah. never heard that word before. I'm going to fancy it up. Tass, yeah, I went, yes. When she threw espresso down, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is much fancier oh, I'm, than fa- I'm fancy okay. it up. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, D-E-M-I-T-A-S-E. Wrong. Oh. D-E-H-M-I-T-A-S-S-S-S-S. Wow, no, you didn't. Correct. No, Ginger's wrong. H and five S is in yeah, there. Yeah, no, Ginger's totally wrong. All right. Not correct. Haley, what do you got? Is it D-E-M-I-T-A-S-S-E? Correct. Oh, Haley's got it. I never. 
You you had it right though with a couple S's. You yeah. just put way too many in there. I got carried away. You're like Demi Tuss. <laughs> yeah. Got excited. <laughs> so there you go. We're not we're not bad. No, you guys weren't all that bad. It wasn't I'm all that better bad. Better at spelling than I thought I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. God you didn't throw a restaurant in there. Oh yeah. yeah. S E no S E. <laughs> what word are you spelling? Not even close. S E X. The sesterot. Yeah, yeah, the sesterot. Oh boy. Yeah, spelling bee stuff. <laughs> Crash. The word is restaurant. S E. <laughs> the R is silent, guys. Oh, that's very good. That's very good. All right, for those of you who are at home with your kids and you're thinking to yourself, man, oh man, how do I get these kids to eat more vegetables? Uh, apparently, this is how you can try to get your kids eating more vegetables by number one drowning them in butter and salt or you can do this a new study found that trying to make vegetables taste better with cheese or butter actually doesn't really work but this might apparently if you bombard your kids with more vegetables than they've ever seen in their lives Mm -hmm. they'll eat them yeah researchers at penn state tracked 67 kids between three and five years old for a month when the kids got twice as many vegetables on their plate, they ended up eating 68% more veggies overall. Hmm. Oh. They, as long as they put a dent in it, it's good enough. They say it's important to keep all other portion size the same as normal, but load up on that veggie portion. And apparently kids will eat it. Growing up, I had tons of veggies. Did you I, really? I was a veggie kid. I love veggies. Wow. Just they were growing in the garden all but the time. But you didn't eat any because I, you didn't know what an asparagus was until well, you... basic veggies. Certain we're veggies. talking peppers. Oh, okay. We're talking uh, broccoli. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're talking potatoes. Uh, we're talking tomatoes. Yep. See, I don't find... Tons of beans, radishes, cucumbers. Your base uh, veggies. Yeah. Yeah, your ba- think your basic. Your standard veggies. Yeah, See, yeah. to me, peppers aren't a base veggie. Mm-mm. I didn't eat a lot of peppers growing up. Yeah, we had lots of peppers. They would Did be you? grown in the garden all the time. Hmm. Yeah. Pepper's exotic to you. It was, yeah. I'll hmm. tell you where they got exotic. Green pepper based veggie for me. Yeah. You get your oranges, your reds, your yellows. Now we're talking. Yeah. Oh, that's when it gets wild. That's fancy. Mm. Oh, those are pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. They also say it is important to make sure that the vegetables taste pretty good compared to all the stuff on their plate. So, for example, if you put down some like sweet chicken nugs and then a whole bunch of broccoli, mm-hmm. obviously the kids are going to go for the nugs, not the broccoli. Mm-hmm. I find, too, it matters the plating. If you make them look good, yeah, look good, but also included. If it's a separate bowl of veggies, yeah, ah, that's going to get picked around at, pushed to the side. Mm. You got to include it on the main plate hmm. with the other food being served. What if you put your main course on top of the veggies and then it's oh, all like on there a, on a bed? Oh yeah, now you're touching. Now you've ruined dinner. Oh really? Yeah, that's a. They got my kids. Kids are very much coming from the Mars school. Oh, because I made a uh, food touching. I made a beautiful uh, garlic. Uh, rosemary salmon last night mm-hmm. with uh, a bed of broccoli yeah and some onions and stuff mm-hmm. right and i put the salmon on top of the broccoli yeah i beautiful. ruined it no no you're you're adults that's fine oh i'm talking about feeding six-year-olds <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't feed your yeah. six-year-old that? no that's why it could, you can buy the plates for kids that separate everything yeah. Yeah. yeah so you have like your vegetables in one area this and the other this and the other oh i think you got to start uh, start them young by mixing everything together you got a favorite uh vegetable in your house for the kids is there one that they love corn's big corn yeah People are telling saying corn isn't a vegetable. It's not. What? What is it? Corn it's is a, a vegetable. Yeah. Oh, pff. it's still a it's vegetable. It's like potatoes. Potatoes aren't vegetables either. Oh, potato, potato. 
No, tomato, it's not. It's not potato. You know, now you're going to tell me a tomato is not a vegetable. It's no, not. It's a fruit. It's a fruit. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and bananas and bell peppers are berries. That's yeah. a slippery game. Bell peppers are not berries. Yeah, they are. They no. are. Yeah. Cucumbers no. are fruits too, apparently, right? Because they have seeds. Yep. Yeah. I don't like this. No. No, I'm not buying that. Let me see. Yeah, here. vegetable is kind of just like a loose term. <laughs> huh. So what? What would you call a radish? Oh, I don't know the classification for a radish. What is it? A nut. <laughs> here's be. here's our vegetables that are actually fruits tomatoes peppers pumpkins cucumbers peas string beans eggplant okra mm-hmm. fruits mm. not okra why okra <laughs> <laughs> it's a real awakening for Okra's kids good. too yeah. because all their little books when they're when they're learning about meats and fruit and vegetables and stuff like that, mm. the veggie column's always full of your cucumbers, your tomatoes. But then Peppers. when they get to school, they fill them with this nonsense about seeds. Yeah, if it's seeds, it's a fruit, and I don't know what to think. Mm-hmm. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> That's where it starts. I put on their red mega hats. <laughs> yeah, there we you head go. down to the ledge. Damn right you do. <laughs> you tell them, kids. <laughs> Fake news. A new survey by Wedding Wire asked more than 600 men and women and found that bachelor and bachelorette parties are now averaging three days. That's how long everyone's partying for. Now, naturally, that also means these parties will be more expensive. 51% of people say they're willing to put down $1,000 or more. Are they, uh, I feel like for a bit of uh, time there, they were going the way of, uh, they're like a group celebration. Mm-hmm. Like, like with, with both the uh, husband and... Yeah, uh, yeah. Fian- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were like the fiance and uh, the uh, lady there. They would yeah. uh, they would party together. Yeah, party with together. A big group of friends, like a buck and doe. Exactly. Yeah, seventy four percent of men say that they're now okay spending way more money on a bachelor party. Sixty six percent of brides to be agreed that they will overspend now on their bachelorette party because hopefully things are getting back to normal. Who's paying for that? Definitely your bridesmaids, I think. Like they all have to chip in to pay for it. Well, everyone no pays idea. their own, oh. their own freight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I if mean, you so- want to organize like a big party with like party favors, is the bride paying for that? No, no, no. Sometimes you'll actually pay more to cover the groom or the bride. Yeah. Mm. You'll all chip in on top. So their weekend's free. Oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to find the craziest bachelor or bachelorette party. Did you have a bachelor party? No. <gasps> really? Yeah. Well, we had a small wedding and mm-hmm. it felt, I had like, there was like, that was a wedding of like, that was a summer of like five other weddings. Yeah. yeah. So there'd been a bachelor party like every couple of months. Oh my God. Right. And then it felt weird to have... I don't know. People offer, but then we weren't having like a big wedding. Yeah. So it felt weird to have like a big. I don't know. Well, you, know you can't you can't have a big bachelor party if all those people aren't going to your wedding. Yeah. yeah. This Friday, Ginger, I'm going to take you out. Well, I mean, I've I've been out. Ginger doesn't want to go out. Yeah, no, I'm going to take you out. And we're gonna we're gonna do a bachelor party. I'm going to put boobs on your head. I mean, I've never, <laughs> we're going to go to the bar. It's just going to be the two of you. <laughs> I'm not against bachelor parties. I'm pro bachelor parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's three days is a lot. Two days is just right. Mm. Yeah. A lot of times you're traveling anyway. No, that's a good point. Like, if you're heading out of town, you don't want that quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. You so need you, that extra day. So you do, like, party for two nights then? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you do, like, the Friday night when you get there, there's parties. The Saturday's the huge day of adventure. Right. You're golfing, you're paintballing, whatever your activity is. Yeah, yeah. And then more shenanigans, and then you go home Sunday. Oh, man. All right. I want to know from you guys, what was the craziest um, What was the craziest bachelor, bachelorette party? Uh, did you guys just go absolutely wild? Mm-hmm. Did some people um, end up not making it back? 
uh, not as in like death. Yeah, yeah. But perhaps maybe people miss flights. Oh, I bet you there's a lot of missed flights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Booted out of hotels. <laughs> yeah, booted out of hotels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. What is the craziest bachelor or bachelorette party you either had or you've been to? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We want to know from you guys uh, the biggest, the most elaborate, the craziest bachelor or bachelorette party that you've been to. This text here says, we took my brother to Vegas for his bachelor party. We got off the plane and went straight to a Lil John pool party. It was going fine until we started pounding drinks. The next thing we knew, it was 7 p.m. and I'm getting tossed out for puking all over the bathroom. On our way out, we found another group. Uh, One guy was in a wheelchair who was passed out. And we were being told that they were going to call an ambulance if we didn't take this guy. Mm -hmm. Then we somehow got back to our hotel room, checked in. I don't even know how we checked in. They took pity on us, took our took took our our <laughs> took our ID yeah, yeah. and put us in a hotel room. Oh, Eesh. did your new wheelchair friends start the evening in a wheelchair? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't no. think so. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I think they just put a drunk person in there. They just found a wheelchair and they're like, "We're gonna just put you here now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're still gonna party with us. We'll right. wheel you around. My goodness. <laughs> Jeez. Um, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you want to share a story, you can stay anonymous too. Yeah. If there was crazy debauchery, sure. And you're a little embarrassed. Um, Haley's hanging on here. How you doing, Haley? Hi, good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, What happened at your mom's bachelorette party? Oh, it was, it's it's a story. It was a crazy, crazy party. And she's not like this. So when I found out about it, I was like, this is wild. Mm -hmm. So they had a kind of a combined uh, bachelorette party. Her and I think two other ladies were getting married that summer. Oh, fun. And they, uh, they rented a community hall, ordered a bunch of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and just kind of had a bunch of strippers. Um, so I... <laughs> KFC <laughs> I and strippers. <laughs> <laughs> so they they got... It got wild, my mom said. She's like, girls were just losing their minds. They're like wild animals. There's probably about six different strippers that came with their bodyguards. And a couple of them got a little too handsy. So one of the bodyguards had to come in and kind of, you know, pull people away. And and it turned out he had a gun. So the lady started freaking out. And they're like, why do you have a gun? So then my mom's crying. She had to call my dad. My dad... It turned out my dad came and he knew the bodyguard because he played boomball with him. <laughs> Did this guard with the gun turn into a stripper too? Like Terraways is like, here we go! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just wild. So yeah, I think she she did like her bachelor party. She claims. But I think she has to say that because it was just disgusting. But oh, um, yeah, I bet you she yeah, had a great it was time. a wild one for sure. So, oh, yeah. I I love the buckets of KFC chicken. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's a sign of a really good time. It. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I got a great visual in my mind. My gosh, <laughs> that's great. What a time. Thanks, Haley. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. You take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye. That's wild. <laughs> well, it's handy too because if the dancer didn't bring his own oil. They got all that chicken there. Right? Yeah. Grease them up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just squeeze out, like wring out a chicken on your body and just rub it around. Mmm. Oh, that room would have smelled great, right? Guns at a party uh, really changes the Yeah, that's not, that's not good. Yeah. What do, um, so I'm guessing male strippers were at. Yeah. I would imagine so, yeah. Like. They come with bodyguards? I guess women get wild. Yeah, <laughs> the I females guess. females do. 
And then the, those dudes were the, that was the guy that had the gun? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know the bodyguards, because I've been to a couple, because if you bring the entertainment to you, yeah. mm-hmm. then they travel with security, because mm-hmm. the girls or the guys in the situation don't know what they're getting into. Yeah, sure. they have no idea yeah. what they're walking into. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize those guys were packing. Yeah, strapped. Yeah, wow. I thought they were just like jacked and they're going to punch you in the face yeah. if you do anything. Yeah, I thought that too. That's mm. wild. Wow. Yeah. Okay, stories like that. Gunplay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy party. It started with KFC chicken, ended up in gunplay. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, another one here. Let's do um, uh, Shane. What happened at your husband's bachelor uh, bachelor party? Um. So my husband's bachelor party was at this music event called Snow Bombing. It was like NBC. Yeah. It was like a four day event, and I'm pretty sure it was like eight hundred dollars with like your like event pass and like a place you can stay at okay. per person and there was five of them. Yeah. And they like, had a hot tub and stuff. Let's just say there was lots of alcohol is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. I got told there was lots of recreational candies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and let's just say I got uh, lots of random calls from and text messages from his friends oh <laughs> and no they were they were sloppy <laughs> oh no. No. were they like they were sloppy they hokey? it was a good party i think you, you could tell just based on all the text coming in that it was a wild time yeah i like i don't know if details were missing but i knew they had a good time yeah when you answer your phone and it's just a bunch of guys yelling like woo and like doing stuff you know they're having a good time Oh yeah. Did you sure. did you ever sit down with your husband after after the fact, like months later after you got married and stuff, and be like, "So what exactly happened?" Or is this just say you do not talk about it? Um, he kind of just told me anything and everything that happened. It wasn't anything bad. Oh, it good. was just it's just a party. Yeah, like it was a big party for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. Down, yeah, like it was. He was telling me because they had I don't remember like a slush cup in a sense where they like went down the hill. He was in a tutu <laughs> and like snowboarding down a hill. Yeah, oh, that's obnoxious. That, <laughs> obnoxious. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Okay, thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Have a good morning. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Some sort of festival or like a music festival, a camping festival. That'd be a wild time. That would be a mm-hmm. wild time. Would you uh, want to be on the receiving end of those drunk messages? Just kind of get a little insight on what kind of parties. Yeah, happening. I. I do. I like to right? snoop, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you would really dissect all these messages. Yes, I would. Yeah, that would be your evening. Yeah. Like, what is he up to? together. What is he doing now? <laughs> and then he finally gets home. He's all hungover, and you're just sitting in the chair in the corner, dimly lit room, cigarette. Yeah. Like, got the like, lamp shining directly in his eyes. <laughs> I know what you did. So I'm, Saturday night, 3 a.m., I received a text message. <laughs> That's right. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's dissect. Um, uh, Claire, how are you doing, Claire? I'm good. How are you doing, uh, Crash? (laughs) Doing pretty good. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, what happened at your bachelorette party? Or this is just one that you were at? Yeah. Uh, It was, uh, I was 13, and we went went to England, actually, which is the best place to have a bachelorette party, by the way. And I was allowed in the bar for some reason, because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, if, I don't like you in, then you can go in. I guess. Okay. Yeah. And then they had uh, basically a, a jar and everyone had to pick something out of, you know, out of the jar. And one of them was, you had to walk out of the bathroom from the bar with a piece of toilet paper sticking out of your pants and like dragging along the floor. Oh, okay. That was like one of the dares that they had to do. And, yeah. um, and, uh, 
somebody refused to do it actually, which really sucks. So I did it. Oh, you, you, you're like, forget it. I'll do this. I can handle it. I was 13 and had like two drinks. So I was ready to do anything. Oh my God. Oh boy. Can you believe that? Yeah. 13 years old. Who did she say she went with? Did she go with her? Uh, Just some, uh, probably like her family or family members took her. Yeah. Family friend probably. And I guess at the bar in England, they're not, uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 13. Maybe she looked uh, mature for her age. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she did. Uh, James has got some juicy gossip for us. Are you guys ready? Yeah, yeah. He says, hey, guys, I went to a bachelor party in Vegas with a big group of friends a few years ago, about 20 of us. All right. mm-hmm. The second night, we had dinner arranged in an Italian restaurant, and then we were going to go to the club. Well, after a few, few bites of food, I knew that something was not right. After the meal, we were back in our hotel room, and there was no way I was going to the club. I felt horrible. So they off to, went to the club. I took a nap, got up to see how I felt. I was all right, but instead of going to the club, I decided to take a walk. Bellagio to the MGM Grand. Mm. It was a long walk. I decided to play some poker there, and I sat down next to a minor celebrity from a storage war show. All right. <gasps> I was a total fanboy about it. Talked to him. We spent a few hours playing some cards. And then he asked me, uh, if I wanted to come up to his room for a drink. Hey. Oh. Being the fanboy that I am, I went with him. Then he said he was getting tired, went to the bed, took off his shirt, and said, do you want to stay over with me? What? This is someone that was on storage wars? This is James meeting someone on storage wars. Is it old Barry? He's <laughs> 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 Barry want to have some fun? <laughs> James said he didn't want his friends to worry about him, so he declined. And then he said he didn't realize until the next day that he was actually asked to spend the night with one of the guys from Storage Wars. Wow. What a story. That is a story. Can you... Mm -hmm. You gotta... Say who it is. You gotta say who it is. Or like call him. We won't put it on the air. Can you just... Oh, you can't text it. Text it. It'll be out there. Yeah, but who cares? James doesn't care. Is this... what? Did they say what year this was? Uh, James... Because, like, now... He doesn't say what you I mean, you're... I could see passing up on some Storage Wars sex. But in the height of Storage Wars, that was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. Is it Dave Hester? People are like, is it Daryl? Is it Barry? Is it Dave? Is, is it, it Daryl Sheets? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! People want to know! Oh, my God, we need to know! We, we need, to... need to know! Yeah, was it Daryl? James has disappeared from the text. <gasps> no! No! Jeez. Oh, who is it? Who would it be? Now that's a bachelor party. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, guys, as a Canadian, do you think that it uh, is your duty to like sweet fruit on salty pies? Mm. According to a new online poll out in Vancouver, 73% of Canadians say that they would definitely or probably eat pineapple on a pizza. Oh, 100%. That's how you eat pizza. Pineapple on a pizza. By the way, that is up seven percentage points since they lasted this poll. Pizzas are getting a little fruitier. That's nice. Mm. It's it's just a perfect amount of like a sweet and salty. It's fine. It's not my preferred pie. It's great. But it's fine. And it tastes great cold. Like the next morning you pull it out of the fridge. Fantastic. Mm. Would you do other fruit on a pizza? Strawberries? No. no. No, pineapple is just that universal fruit that can go on anything. Mm. You put it on a steak. I am not a uh, pineapple on pizza girl. 
I don't like it. I think it's gross. I don't know why. Me and Haley are pineapple pizza yeah, people. I'm, oh, I love pineapple pizza. I know. It's so good. It's the sweet and the salty and the cheese and the bread and the, ooh, yeah. so good. It's like a dessert and dinner at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah. complex. There's different flavors in there. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, Jeez, I you like, have no idea what I you're like missing I like cheese and preserves on a French baguette. Mm-hmm. But pineapple on pizza, that's a no for me, dog. It's virtually <laughs> the same thing. It's it's a fine pizza. I think the Hawaiian pizza gets too much love though. Somehow oh. it got elevated up with like the pepperoni, like yeah. they're, like their peers. Yeah, I, I put it right there. Yeah, if, they're peers. Yeah, if no. uh, if you're putting two in front of me, like pepperoni or a uh, a Hawaiian, I'm probably going Hawaiian. It's a second tier pizza. Hmm. I, I I think it's like it's minor league because I feel like I can have pepperoni pizza whenever. Mm-hmm. But when a Hawaiian's put in front of me, I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. You're doing it. Like yeah. it took some rare chef to <laughs> yeah. forge these flavors together. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza is oddly enough a Canadian tradition. Hawaiian pizza usually characterized by a combination of pineapples, ham, and bacon is believed to be invented by the late Sam Panopoulos an Ontario restaurateur of Greek heritage in the 50s or 60s. Apparently, Sam ran several restaurants across southern Ontario, and people thought that the combination and the juxtaposition of sweet and salty were just mind-blowing. Is that the uh, creator of Panago? Uh, I don't think so. Wasn't that what it was? Panagopoulos? Well, his, his last name was Panopoulos. Yeah, they used to be Panagopoulos. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you said Panagopoulos. No, Panopoulos was oh, his last name. <laughs> yeah. Do you miss when it was Panagopoulos? No, I, I don't go there. You're pro-pano. Well, yeah, initially it was overpriced pizza, and I don't know what it is now. Do they even exist anymore? Yeah, of course yeah. they do. It's like one of the greatest pizzas in the city. Panago? Yeah. Are you sure about that? They invented the dip. They yeah, were the, they, they did. Were the, they were the first brand to come uh. with dips for their pizza, and I'll never forget them. <laughs> Bless you, Panago. The only time I get Panago is if uh, like someone brings it into work. That's the only time I'm not in that. Yeah, but you. What are their prices? It costs what a pizza cost. Yeah, what are their prices? Crash, you didn't grow up with great pizza. You like first of all, uh, Pizza Hut and Chicken Delight. When was the first time you even had pizza? Oh, I had pizza as a kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was payday pizza. Where'd you guys get it from? Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we would go to Pizza Hut on payday. Back when you could like eat in Pizza Hut? Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. eat in there and then uh, sit in the smoking section. Mm. And then you can't even see your pizza. It's so smoky. But as for... <laughs> <laughs> as for delivery pizza... Oh, God, no. Yeah, see, you, so you don't know. You don't even, You can't even have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Ginger and I are right on the Panagopolis. Delivery pizza, I think, was like someone coming to my door with a pizza. Yeah. Probably would have been... With you. Because <gasps> I, I lived by, uh, when I lived in Winnipeg, I lived by Little Caesars, so I just walk there. Get that hot and ready. Yeah, hot and ready. Yeah, but getting a pizza to the door first time probably was with you. Have you had <laughs> What? <laughs> Have you no. had Panago? Uh, yeah, I've had Panago. When? Like at work here. Because you're Cause someone brought, yeah, once Panago uh, provided pizza here. You're all hot and horny for a pineapple. They do some pretty creative pizzas down Yeah, and you're also Panago. strangely hostile towards something you don't know anything about. Well, I just know that they're very overpriced back in the day. Who? Who told you that? Everyone. Nobody. <laughs> Quality pie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you got that from my parents. 
Because you sound like my mom and dad right now. Here, Panago, Fresh Panago yeah. Pizza. Oh, even change your logo? Because wow. both of my brothers worked there. It was awesome. We yeah. got discounts on pies all the time. Oh, yeah, but you're getting discount pie. It was great. So good, though. A New York deli? They do a deluxe Hawaiian. Yeah, like it's a... Uh, Philly steak. Okay, pizza. Spicy capoto. And let's do barbecue a chicken. meat pizza. Tropical chicken. Get that barbecue base. New York deli. Tomato sauce, pepperoni, salami, bacon, ham, spicy talent. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> 19 bucks for a large? That's fine. What do you think it should be? Yeah. I'm going to pay them 15. 15. <laughs> oh my goodness. I uh, I feel like that's a $15 pizza. Okay. Mm. All they got in the parochial train. Just a regular pepperoni pizza is 17 bucks. Okay, pull up another local delivery place. Ooh, do Sam's 2 for 1 there in Spruce. They do a baked potato pizza now with Oh, Benigo? that's pretty good. Sam's two for one? Yeah, you get two pizzas for the price of one no matter what. Is What kind of pizza is that? It, regular pizza? <laughs> yeah, what you, questions are you asking, Crash? Yeah. What kind with dough and sauce on it? I don't know. Oh my God, Haley. Are you made of money over there or what? It's like 30 bucks for two large pizzas. Oh, I guess, yeah, round. Okay. Yeah. Their Donair pizza is the best. Oh, that sweet sauce. Oh, it's so good. They douse it in that sweet sauce. I love a donair pizza. Ginger, you're all about Famoso pizza. Get some banana peppers on top. Yeah, Famoso's mm. good. So, what would you say the price of Famoso's? They do that thin like. crust. Oh, I like a thin crust. I like a thin crust. I like a thin crust. It's a cost. It's a meal. Yeah, it's what... Well, uh, Crash has a... Price shopping pies now? He has in his brain somewhere that like pizza should be $5. It's not. It's because he grew up on the hot and ready's. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It'll change a man. It is. It's the hot and ready's. You guys ever done Nietzsche's pizza? No, where's no. that? There's a couple. There's one in Sherwood Park. There's one uh, uh, North Town, St. Albert. It's delicious. I've heard good things about Nietzsche's. Do it, buddy. <laughs> you are going to dig it. And they give you uh, like free Slurpees. We don't really get pizza very often. No, this is why. Yeah. I right. need to go into the manager's office and ask for a raise. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. If I could order pizza and afford it, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Give Haley that book that's on your desk. How to get out of debt. Crash is just you no. Know, <laughs> Crash is just cheap. People hitting up their good pizzas. Let's not forget Tony's. Oh, you go oh, all about Tony's. Tony's. Mm. Yeah, you're all hot and bothered I've been for there Tony's. In years, to be honest, but oh. it was a really good pizza. <laughs> People want to know if Crash has ever paid for a pizza before. Well, yeah, I, I bought pizza at pizza. Here's his problem. He doesn't actually notice prices. It doesn't matter to him. But when he finds out what things actually cost, he's aghast. You're right. He just hands over his credit card. It doesn't make a dent in his bank account. He doesn't notice. You're right. But he's just re repelled at what the price of things actually are. Yes. Because we'll dabble in uh, Pizza Hut pizza every so often. And that one, I usually, I'll, I'll just pick whatever their uh, daily special is. I don't, the pizza might be garbage, but I still get it. Yeah, you get whatever's on sale is what you normally do. Yeah. Isn't that fine? Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it is fine. All right, if you're a parent, it may seem like you could probably hide presents inside the wall and you would still come home to see that they sawed through the drywall to take a sneak peek. So maybe this is just admitting defeat. According to a new survey, the most popular place to hide Christmas presents is in your bedroom closet. By the way, the kids were also asked, where's the first place they look for Christmas presents? In your bedroom closet. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And if yeah. They, they'll just bring a chair in because you put them on the top rack. That's right. And the place where gifts are most commonly found is, yeah, a bedroom closet. Yeah. 
the second most popular hiding space for gifts? Do you want to guess? Uh, garage. Okay. Uh, attic in the garage. Oh. The attic in the garage. Okay, wow. Okay. If you've got that's, an attic, all that's right. That's hardcore. All right, Haley, you want to throw in a guess? I'm going to put where I hid mine this year oh. uh, in the basement. Basement. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, no, you guys are all wrong. Number two is the closet in the spare room. Oh. Yeah. Spare room just stick it with uh, the closets. Just okay. stick it with the closets. Number three. The coat closet or the front door. <laughs> that's a lot of, that's a busy closet. That's a very busy closet. That's mm-hmm. gutsy. High yeah. traffic closet. Under the bed. Mm. Next on my list. Yeah. Just keeping them in the trunk of your car is on that list as well. Uh, some uh, some things can't freeze. A spare drawer or a cabinet. Mm-hmm. Mars still has my gift sitting in her back seat and she's like, don't look at it. Yeah. But it's, it's not wrapped. We're adults. It's just sitting there. Yeah, but it's in a Amazon box. So you don't know what the inside is. Have but it probably seen? says where it's shipped from. Actually, it's not an Amazon box. It's the company box. <laughs> Is there anything over the box? No, no. No, it's, it's a box with the brand on it. What kind of power move is this? this and, is she's, like, and she's like, don't look. And I'm like, well, take it out of the car. She won't even put it in the trunk. This is the adult version of like putting your treat on your dog's nose and saying, don't eat it. <laughs> I know. Don't you dare I know. It. He wants to look so bad. <laughs> Let's hide it, put it somewhere. <laughs> put a jacket over it. It's, 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 it's not even in a bag. No. So either you really don't care no. or you're you're taunting me. Just don't look at it. <laughs> Self-control. Oh my god. It's <laughs> cruel. Yeah. Doesn't even feel like Christmas. <laughs> Are you gonna wrap it? <laughs> Probably not. On the 25th, as he just gets to go in the Should back. Should I get him to go in the car? <laughs> gift. I'm not expecting it to be wrapped this year. Some tougher spots for people to investigate around your house is keeping the Christmas presents at someone else's house. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good move. You can put a call in to Santa too. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Get yep. Santa to pick them up. Keeping them outside in a tote under your deck. Wow. That is hard. Once again, the gift can't freeze. Keeping it in a shed. All the gifts go out into your shed. Mm-hmm. Or renting a off-site storage unit. Wow. wow. How wow, many that's... gifts do you have? Um, you can rent a small, buddy. And I guess if you've got some hunters in your house, some real uh, gift go-getters, because some people love to sneak a peek. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. I'm that person. Oh, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Hayden either has to buy them closer to Christmas yeah. or wrap them as soon as he buys them. Wow. Because I'm a, I'm a snooper. Have you ever popped the... What if you walked up to your tree and you saw one side of the gift, the, the tape let go? I'd probably try to sneak a peek. You would look? Oh! Yes. I don't like surprises. Oh, man. You like knowing, hey? I like to know because then I can work on my... <gasps> Surprised face. Well, why don't you just have a genuine surprised face? Oh, okay. I like it. 50% of people say that they've had gifts uh, that they had hidden be found. 50% claim that they've been successful at hiding gifts. So that's pretty good. So it's 50-50 right down the middle. Mm -hmm. No one's finding them in your house, agent. You you don't have to say where if the kids are up. But do you have a good spot? I think the kids know. They also know not to look. Oh, I know we, uh, uh, me and my brother always saw the presents in the parents' closet. Yeah, and yeah, we were told don't touch them. If we touch them, we don't get them. And we're like, oh, but you could see what they were. No, no, they're wrapped. Oh, they were. They're wrapped. wrapped and put on the top shelf, and like we couldn't even touch them to shake them. If we we're if we we're uh, if we we're caught shaking them, then they take them away, and we'll never get them. Yeah, I think our kids like when I was a kid too. I, I like this price. I never, I never peaked. Yeah, I never peeked either. I like Mm -hmm. the surprise. Mm -hmm. This text here says, guys, we hid ours for years at a friend's house. 
a couple of days before Christmas, we'd get a sitter for our kids. We'd go over to their place for drinks and we would rap like crazy. It was perfect. Oh, I'm sure they looked incredible. <laughs> Bunch of drunk rapping. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It probably would look like my sober rapping. That sounds like fun, actually. Here's a good Christmas gift for you to buy for your gassy significant other or buying it for yourself might be the real gift. A company in the UK is now selling anti-flatulent bed sheets. <gasps> The company, we've talked about this company before, Shreddies already sells a fart mitigating underwear. Now they've added two bedding products, an undersheet that your regular sheets go on top of. So like the uh, the one that wraps around your mattress yeah. and a flatulence filtering duvet cover to keep your nighttime emissions trapped. But aren't they already trapped? Like that's why you get the uh, the Dutch oven going. Because they, they're trapped, will this will this filter them, or is it just going to keep them under the covers? Because Crash is right, like they're, they're they're under there. They're locked in there until you move it. I think this is like locked, locked in. What, like the sheets absorb your yeah. fart, so you can lift up the sheet and you won't smell it. Well, here's what they say: both options. So your undies, your sheets, and now the duvet cover use the same technology. All of them, carbon fibers absorb the flatulence mm. and then neutralize it. Okay, okay. All, right, all right. So if you did try to do yeah. a Dutch oven, a classic move, yeah. it won't work. Oh. Do we know how long the bedding takes to absorb uh, your bum gas? Like, let's say Crash and I are sharing a, a queen size, mm-hmm. maybe a double. We're sure. Close. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's uh, go double. He has little indiscretion. Uh, a second later, I, I shift in bed and raise the blankets. Is have has the bedding already done the job and removed the odor from the air? I believe it has. Wow! I think it's right that away. fast, Incredible. guys. You would have to be blasting it into the sheet, though, right? You can't just. Uh, well, if you have like the 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 mattress sheet, yeah, the top sheet, yeah, and your duvet cover. But like, if me and Ginger are back to back, and one of us cuts one. Then there's an mm. opening. There's an open area there. Yeah, do you got to be butts up or butts down? Well, butts mm. down because is it you're, doing? You're firing it into the mattress. Yeah, when you say the sheet, is that the sheet like the top sheet that still slide under? Yeah, it's two sheets. Yeah, so it's the sheet that wraps around your mattress, and then the top sheet, mm-hmm. and then the duvet. Oh, so it's three. It's three. Oh, it's got the fitted sheet as well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So you can yeah. go butts up or down. Okay. You can, yeah, you can go butts up or down. But if you're going butts back butt to back. sideways, yeah, a back to back butt, that might be a little stinky. That might linger. That might give you that ultimate Dutch oven you want. It says it doesn't. <laughs> mm. Incredible. Yeah. Any reviews? Uh, mm. Yeah, the reviews are in and they are fantastic. They're not cheap either. No. Where are they going to run you? The fitted sheet, 160 plus shipping. Oh, oh that's crap. the fitted and, the, uh, and your regular sheet. Oh, and then the duvet cover is 260 You can check them out at myshreddies.com. Uh, by the way, that is not a cereal site. <laughs> do we know how much they can hold? Yeah, do they max out? We'll have to wash these quicker than I'd wash my normal sheets because they have filled up. I wonder if you do. And I wonder if they get heavier. Oh, oh you can like, feel the, <laughs> the ghosts inside. <laughs> Oh my god. Really shows you how much it filters. Oh <laughs> 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 my goodness. All right, this is uh this is a crazy story. How do you guys pronounce the big store with the blue and yellow logo in South Common that sells furniture and all kinds of other goods? Blue and yellow logo. Yeah, blue and yellow logo. Isn't it blue and yellow? I'm Just, thinking You got the big blue bags? Oh, okay. IKEA. IKEA. 
And that's how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought oh, you were yes. talking yisk. Yeah, I thought you were talking jisk. No, no, no. I'm talking about yes. the big giant store in South Common with all the furniture and other goods. Yeah, the, flat pack, the, the flat pack, the meatballs. The flat pack, yeah, the meatballs. Ikea. What if I tell you no, that, I don't want to hear this. that you've been pronouncing it wrong? No. Is this a verbo situation? Oh, mm. uh, no, which I hate. Is I still don't like verbo. Ikea? Is it a acronym? I, or is it Ikea? Ikea. Oh, is it Ikea? You guys are going to be mad at this. I bought my furniture at Ikea. Apparently, the correct <laughs> way to pronounce Ikea is not I-K-E-A. It is <gasps> E-K-E-A. No, I don't think so. Ikea. 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 Oh, I thought you were going to say it's Ikea. <laughs> Ikea. It's Ikea. 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 But no one, Swedish. Uh, the employees don't even say Ikea. Right? Yeah, like when you hear the announcements or whatever and inside there, they say Ikea. Aren't there commercials where they say Ikea for common sense? I think so, yeah. They yeah, say Ikea, right? Maybe just in the uh, North American versions? Oh, maybe. Like Nike is Nike, technically? Which I, yeah. I don't like I don't, that either. It is. It's Nike. It's Nike. I know. It's not Nike. We say it weird. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to Europe and say you're wearing Nikes, people look at you like your heads. Well, it's, a, it's an American company. No, but the Americans call it Nike too. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Here's an IKEA commercial. This one I think is okay. Here. Some climate experts say time is running out to prevent disaster. Yeah, I don't need all that. Yeah, get to the back. Fortune favors the frugal. IKEA, the wonderful. It says IKEA. It says IKEA. He had an accent, though. Fortune favors the frugal. Ikea, the wonderful everyday. Ikea, the wonderful... Ikea. Ikea. Is there one without a... Here's a different one. I'm going to say that from now on. Small decisions make a world of difference. Ikea. Oh. It's two different pronunciations. Two different pronunciations. It's regional. Mm -hmm. Well, I get if you're like, if you're Swedish, you'd say Ikea. But we're not. Like, that's like when, like, like, Barcelona. What? What'd you just do? What, what happened that's, there? That's how it's Did pronounced. you say Barcelona? That's how it's pronounced. Barcelona. Yeah. No, I don't think it, it is. Yes. It is. Like, well, I want to travel to Barcelona? If you travel to Spain, you go to Barcelona. No, yeah. you don't know where to Barcelona. That's how, that's how they pronounce it. Ginger's 100% correct. Really? I've never yeah. heard that's that in my life. That's how you can your friend is uber pretentious or not. Because <laughs> when they get back from Spain, they say, oh, yes, I spent some time in Barcelona. No, they don't. Yes. Yeah. No, I'd be like, you bit your tongue, didn't you? <laughs> but we say Barcelona. Barcelona. But it's Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona. No, it's not. It no. Yes. Oh, no. It 100% is. Yeah, Barth. Hundo P. So, everybody, I'm booking a trip to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I know. And it, it's cultured. <laughs> it's 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 Ikea. Bartho- Barcelona. Okay. How to say Barcelona. Here we go. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Don't get to it. That's beautiful. This is we are looking at how to pronounce the name of the city in Spain. Located in the Catalonia Just get to Autonomous <laughs> Community. How do you go about pronouncing it? Barcelona. 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 You do want to pronounce the C a little bit like TH oh. in English with your tongue between your teeth. Barcelona. Barcelona. Barcelona is how it is said in Spain. Did you get this? Was this any helpful? Let me know in the comments here. Is that all that guy does? Barcelona. Barcelona. A little bit like TH, but in English, with your tongue between your teeth. 
Barcelona. 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 Is how it is said in Spain. Did you get this? Was this any help? Yeah, we got it, dude. Let Thanks. Let me know in the comments. Oh, crap. I just subscribed to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Barcelona. Barcelona. Doesn't that kind of trash it up? A little bit. Because when you say Barcelona, immediately you imagine like beautiful beaches. If you're an uncultured Barcelona. <laughs> I'd like, be like, where? I don't know what, oh, yeah. what, are you, what are you talking about. I think you're putting a little bit, bit too much emphasis on the... F- Barcelona. 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 Can you Barcelona. put a T, T, H, and a C in there? A little THC? Hmm? Barcel- Barcelona. 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 <laughs> it's a little bit like we wouldn't say like, uh, someone mentioned Paris. Like we don't say gay Paris every time we say, we just say Paris, right? Like, like Calgary Oh no, I say Calgary. Because <laughs> you've been. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Maybe once you go, it yeah. changes everything. <laughs> Anytime me and Mars are talking about our trips, we're like, oh, yeah. oh, we oui, we oui, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> The seven days you spent there <laughs> ten years ago. It changed, yeah, changed everything. It did. <laughs> From that day on, it's been yeah, yeah. potty. It's true. <laughs> Haley makes a good point. Yeah. Because how do you guys say Calgary? Calgary. 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 And what's the bad pronunciation? Calgary. 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 Yeah, some people hit hard on the Gary. This is Calgary. A lot of people do surprisingly. It's spelled. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. I or think s- because they say Calgarians, so people hit the G really hard. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Right? Well, same with Edmonton. Some people say Edmonton. No, no one says <laughs> Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, we had um, Fife yeah. came to Edmonton a couple years ago. They did like a bunch of different biking stuff. Okay. And one of the guys who was announcing called Edmonton. Oh, well, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's because they don't know. Well, yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. Edmonton. Mm. Edmonton. It's Edmonton. Edmonton. Should be spelled with eyes. Calgary. <laughs> Although I was, uh, where, uh, where were we staying in BC? I kept butchering it. I still can't. Oh, you clue it. You clue it. You clue it. You got it. You cleat? You cl- <laughs> Just you cl- call it Yuki. You clue it. I called it Uselet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I just kept butchering it every time. Then we went to Tofino and they're like, stop hitting toe hard. It's Tofino. That's you in a nutshell. Someone pointed out Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I'm like, oh, we're heading to Tofino. No, no. Tofino. (laughs) Tofino. Tuh. Like Tafino, Tuh, like a U, Tafino. Like, yeah, it's Tafino. It's like, a t- wait, it's not Italian. Tafino? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tafino. <laughs> Does have Italian energy? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Oh well, there you go. If you're heading over to IKEA tonight, today, you can walk around and say IKEA. 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 Uh, what about the Jisk? Yisk. Yisk. I, I it's thought it. Jisk. It's Yisk. It's Yisk. Are they Swedish as well? I don't know what they sure are. Sounds, sounds, sounds like it. Oh. Yeah, it's Scandinavian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Huh. Do you guys remember uh, when a while back we talked about storage facilities here in the city of Edmonton? Oh, yeah. And we were talking about how many people, in fact, listening right now, have a storage unit mm-hmm. and what's in that storage unit. I have a fact for you guys. This one isn't Canadian. It's American, but it's interesting nonetheless. People love storage units. They love storage units. Yeah. Did you know that America has 53,000 storage facilities? To put that in perspective, that's more than all of the Starbucks, McDonald's, and Subways combined. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Really? Yeah. That is a lot of storage units. The rest of the world combined only has 10,000 self-storage facilities. No. 
Because I, I feel like we have a ton here. But more than like McDonald's? Well, I don't, I don't know if well, we have we more than don't. McDonald's. No, no, Canada does not. No. We have very few compared to the States. But in the States, there are 53,000 storage facilities, more than all of the Starbucks, McDonald's, and Subways combined. Like there's a new one that popped up uh, on the uh, east leg of the Henday there. And when you uh, put your stuff in storage there, they give you a free night hotel stay. Oh, my. Yeah. It's in, uh, <laughs> speaking of decals, they have it. All the, all the windows decal. are deckled. To try to dissuade you from staying in your storage locker. Yes. Well, I'm guessing for like if you're moving, put all your stuff in storage. Do you do that when you're moving, though? Sometimes you need to. You're in between places. Mm hmm. And you don't get the place for a couple months. Yeah, so but you gotta be out of your current place. Mm. Have you guys ever rented a storage unit? Never, never. No, my parents are currently renting one. Are what they? For uh, they are planning on fully retiring in the spring, so they're getting their house ready for uh, staging and getting ready to sell. Oh, uh, so they got to take out all their like personal stuff. Well, and they're taking out all the big furniture that kind of makes the space look smaller. Yeah, yeah. And they're making it look more open. Oh yeah. <laughs> Guess where they bought the storage unit? Mm. Spruce Grove. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guess where all that stuff's gonna end up your house <laughs> so they're driving all the way from fort mac to spruce grove to put stuff in storage yeah and then wow come, come check on me oh yeah yeah for man. sure they do are they gonna move by you guys i really hope not, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> there was a house for sale they want to do the adult living yeah there's an adult living area kind of where i live and uh there was they're a too young for that they, no adult living is just there's no kids in the neighborhood yeah, it's 55 plus oh yeah it's not like a uh you're thinking of an old folks home it's <laughs> no, not, not it's not that no <laughs> i was no. like wow you're really shipping them off. <laughs> it's like fancy schmancy high-end homes oh okay gotcha yeah so they want they were looking at a place in there um that's like three blocks from my house oh that's close it sold so Ooh, like, yeah <laughs> Haley's buying her own ads online <laughs> this house needs to sell quick yeah <laughs> huh. that's wild yeah but this, since they got a uh, storage unit near you that means they want to be near you i know yeah oh, they're checking in on their daughter i'm not that cool i promise <laughs> i'm fine just text me yeah right <laughs> right uh, by the way america has so many are so much square footage in storage space storage space that they have seven square feet of self-storage for every man woman and child living in the u.s holy crap wow who knew land of milk and honey and excess they like buying stuff and i would imagine storage units like the the business the complex in america is a lot bigger than what we got here Oh, Everything's just so. bigger in America, right? You see storage wars. It's just line yeah. after line after line of uh, storage lockers. Yeah, the, the ones, the, the the reality TV ones yeah. are those big boys you're talking about. Yeah. Ground level. I see the ones here, the new ones. Oh, the multi-level. Up. Yeah, it's all like four or five stories. Yeah, because they built a big one in Windermere. I'm sure the neighborhood loves that big red thing. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right off of the Henday there. Gorgeous. Yeah. I think they <laughs> it's just <I'll> beautiful. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you they do love it. Uh-huh. Because people store. What's the number one thing we're slamming in there? I'm going to say books. Couches? Books. Oh, I don't think it's books. I think people hang on to books for whatever reason. Well, you know we what? have books. Why are we hanging on to them? Because they make us look we're smart. Ne- <laughs> <laughs> when like people, we're never going to read them again. When people come over, they're like, damn, these two read. They and know like, how to read. In a closet, we got a box of books. For what? They would just get rid of them. I know. I've read the them all. Pit. I've read all those books. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with them. Burn them. Let's do this. Uh, We'll donate them. 780. Can you? Uh, Yeah. Aren't they concerned over bed bugs? No, just we were. 
There's used bookstores. That's a whole business. Yeah. Like there's what? <laughs> the Wee Book Inn is one of the most celebrated businesses in the city. I love the Wee Book Inn. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, what are you guys storing in your storage unit? What are you putting in there? Mm-hmm. What is the number one thing? Crash said books. It's not books. I think it's books. I think it's books. I think it's boxes of just knick-knack crap. I think it's that furniture. You feel like it's worth something or it's pa- it's hand-me-down from the family and you feel guilty for throwing it out so you just dump it all in there i grew up with two separate families yeah our small town had like a little storage locker area uh-huh uh they kept their atvs and their dirt bikes oh in their storage lockers. can you they did i thought you're not supposed to put anything in with fuel in there well you can probably drain it Oh, they were oh like them. they're draining. <laughs> drive them in, drive them up. That's literally their garage. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Darren's got some perspective. He said, when we moved out to Windermere, we our last house sold early. Mm-hmm. And we had three weeks to ra- wait. You're not going to rent a place. Yeah. Most of our house stuff was in the storage facility right outside of Windermere. Oh. It was very convenient, very easy. Oh, the big red boy there. But I feel like once you get, like, that's how they get you. Like, oh, you'll just need it for three weeks. And yeah. then once you live that storage life... Because you only pick what you actually want to put in your new place, and you yes. leave the rest, and they get you. And now you're storing forever. Yeah. All of a sudden, you signed up for a five-year lease on your uh, storage unit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you've got a storage unit right now, uh, let us know what's in it. Mm-hmm. How long have you had it for? And when was the last time you were in it? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you've got a storage unit, uh, if you're holding on to one, you're renting one right now, what's, what's going in there? Have you had it forever? There's a surprising number of people yeah. who are texting in who say they are renting a storage unit right now and they don't even know what's in there anymore. Well, yeah, if you've had it for a couple of years, you've just been adding and adding and adding to it. If you put a uh, couch or like any sort of fabric, mattress, whatever in a storage unit, will mice take it over? Can they get in? I, I don't know. Because that'd be my big concern, too. I think if that was a storage uh, unit operator, that'd be my guarantee, the no mouse guarantee. Oh, no. Yeah, that'd be great. Great selling feature. Hmm. But like, yeah, I, otherwise, yeah, well, what's the point of storing all that furniture? Well, here, Debbie, she's texting in her storage nightmare. Mm. She says, good morning, guys. I rented a storage unit, St. Albert Trail, a few years ago. 133 bucks for two months. I kept my furniture household goods in there, some clothing, stored for a year. When I went back. It was all covered in mold from the temperature changes. It was not climate controlled. I had to throw it all away. Oh, you paid for nothing. And then it was a pain in the ass because now you had to pay to haul it out. To haul it all out. Oh, what a drag. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I got uh, Sarah hanging on. How you doing, Sarah? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. We're talking storage units. Um, Have you dabbled in this? No, I have not. My suggestion to my husband was, we have a storage unit in our basement. It's, it has our electrical, it's got our sump pump, it's, it's carpeted, it's, it's drywalled, and I've got all of my Halloween fall bins, all my Christmas bins, probably 20 to 25 big Rubbermaid storage bins in there. Yeah. Oh, so and it's like, like a nice closet space. Over. What's that? It's, it's like a nice closet space. It's a perfect, and it's like four feet by 20 feet. Like, it's a oh. nice, it's the length of the basement. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. And but the rest of our basement now is being taken over by other storage because we we've run out of storage. Oh. So my <laughs> it's funny how we we, we just stuff. all gravitate towards stuffing things in bins and yeah. stockpiling it. Yeah. 
that's that's it. And we wanted to create a little mini gym. So my suggestion to my husband was, well, let's rent a storage unit. I can get rid of all these bins, and then we can put the other storage in this closet. He said, I there's no way I'm paying money to store. <laughs> Get rid of your crap. I can throw it out in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Truck. His easy option is throw it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just like your books. We can burn it. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Big backyard burn. Get it done. <laughs> well, good luck with your storage issue, yeah, Sarah. So, so no storage unit for you guys no. then? No storage uh, unit for Sarah. Husband won't waste the money on it. All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You know what, though? All that Halloween bins. Yeah. The it, Christmas bins. It, it adds all up. adds up. Like, I was... Uh, it does. I it gave sucks. our... Uh, the, the rock guy that was working on our fireplace, I gave him a bunch of Halloween stuff. Because we're not using yeah, it. we don't And I've it. just been hanging on to it. And it's taking up so much room. So I figure he can use it. Or stockpile it at his house. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know that's Thanks, what Clayton, Clayton. did. <laughs> he didn't put it out. He just stored it at his house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Irene, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, did you get a bit of a storage unit or what? Yes. Um, so me and my fiance, we decided to renovate our basement. Um, my basement was full of junk. My <laughs> So we decided to get a pod, and what that is is they bring this storage unit to your home, yeah, yeah. and you fill it up, and they haul it away until you want it back. Um, so we don't know what we're going to do, because once they bring it back, we won't have the room for everything. <laughs> right. Um, it's full of bags of books and kitchen stuff and clothing, and I still have, like, Barbie stuff from when my kids were little. Oh. Yeah, so... So, what... You're I keep thinking now. My fiance, I just hope it uh, catches on fire or something. So I don't need it. <laughs> Hopefully, it falls off the truck and there's some insurance thing that can be dealt with it. <laughs> yeah, hoping. Yeah, because now you're thinking. You're like, oh. I I've taken all this crap out of my house and I'm not missing it. I don't need it. Exactly, and like we want a nice basement with like a. TV center and, yeah. and a bedroom and everything. So we're not sure where we're going to put everything. Oh, so I, eventually then you just have to like auction get, it off, get her done and go through the pod. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it on your oh. driveway and just put a sign free. Yeah. Yeah. And see what That's happens. Good, idea. <laughs> good luck with that, Irene. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. You know what sucks though about those pods is that like she said, like she just wished someone would pour gasoline all over it and would it go up in a ball of flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the work that you have to put into Ugh. to going in that pod, removing everything from it. When you go through everything. You go through it, finding, like, you have to load up trucks to take it to donations right. or to the dump. It just, it sucks. We've well, done it. It well, sucks. the problem with that, too, is you're going through everything. And, like, she was highlighting, like, old Barbies. And she'd be like, well, I can't throw that away. That's uh, really nice. That's a great memory. Mm-hmm. Put that in the keep pile. And eventually, your keep pile is the size of the pod. You're under. like, oh, son of a... <laughs> like, that's tough. That is tough. Yeah, yeah. She, her best bet is to have someone steal that pod. And everything's gone. Mm-hmm. Just and you're like, it. oh, that sucks. Someone needs to Molotov cocktail it. Or leave, like, maybe on the side <laughs> of the pod, paint, like, gold inside? Question mark. Maybe. It, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Valuable items? Yeah. Yes. Please don't steal this pod. <laughs> you know what, though? The free sign doesn't work. No. Now you have to put a dollar value on it. It's free's garbage. Yeah, because free is garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I know. I put free on a barbecue. No one wanted it. I drive through our neighborhood all the time, and people are like, oh, look at this free couch. Mind you, it looks like it's disgusting. <laughs> on the side of the road? Yeah. Oh, but, um, the side of the road. Can you believe it? <laughs> but it never gets picked up. Ever. No, no, no one wants that. You never see it getting picked yeah. up. Um, anonymous, hello. Good morning. Hey, uh, you currently have a storage unit, right? I sure do. Yeah. What are you, uh, what are you putting in there? Mostly knickknacks. Oh. Knickknacks? How many knickknacks yeah, do you, you have? Yeah, you like keychains. I'm sorry? How many knickknacks do you have? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Millions. What? Whoa. So, but do you go in there and look at them, or are you just, like, hoard these knickknacks? I guess it's more a hoarding thing. Oh. <laughs> okay. I call it collecting. You know, yeah, I yeah. call it collectibles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so you, you know, like a keychain from here. Like, a, you know, a little m- memorabilia from yeah. there. Is it like gifts that people have given you or you're literally going out and buying all this stuff and then you put it in your storage unit? Uh, I'll say half and half. Oh, wow. Huh. Mostly gifts. Like, yeah. I mean, I did travel a bit in my earlier life. Sure, yeah, yeah. How long yeah. have you had this storage unit for? Ooh, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Hmm. Uh, do you plan on ever going in there and cleaning it out? Or do you think that this is just something you're going to have and all of your knickknacks are going to go in there? Uh, no, I do plan on going in there. Uh, it's more like a master procrastination. Well, yeah, you uh, probably open the door. You're like, Ugh, not today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day you go in. Uh, no, and then I go back out. Yeah, but exactly. It's in there, though. It's yeah. warm. It's, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. You got a player control one. You got to save those knickknacks. That's right. There you go. (laughs) All right. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Anonymous. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. You know, another thing that I'm seeing, like with texting coming in, man, we like stuff. Oh, we do. God, we love holding on to stuff. eh? And I hate things. I'm trying to get rid of it. But then every, every closet I open, I'm like, ah, more things. I get the temptation. Me, oh, me too. I'm oh, not judging sure. anybody. I think we all have to. I think every single person in this room can say we've got too much stuff. <laughs> and I'm partly going to blame Home Depot. Why? What's Because the, what they, they always have tote sales. Yeah, they do make it affordable. Oh, they do have to They have totes. affordable totes. To put things in totes. And then I get totes, and especially the non-clear ones, you throw stuff in and it disappears. And you don't know what's in there, and you never open it again. Is that the gateway drug to, sell, to a self-storage unit, is the tote? Yeah, I think so. Do you have too much stuff, Haley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you realize, too, when you're moving, you're like, oh, my God. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I still have a couple boxes with garbage in them. Just, like, things. Yeah. Just crap. That you'll never use. I am tempted to take those boxes and just throw them out. Do it. <gasps> Crash and I did it. Yeah. We didn't even open the box. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I need, I don't think I should. Yeah, we had boxes in the we basement on a shelf that haven't been opened in, uh-uh. like, five plus years. We just threw them we out. We just tossed it. Like, I picked them up. I go, shake, shake. I'm like, oh, this sounds like garbage. Yeah. I opened I one I box it. and Mars is like, don't, don't. And I'm like, but... Yeah. In the garbage. Bye. <laughs> a little part of my brain's like, but what if I put my passport in there? <laughs> yeah, where's my passport? Yeah, uh, who knows? <laughs> uh, one more on this. Yvette's hanging on. Hey, Yvette. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. We're talking storage lockers. Uh, do you or someone you know have a storage locker? I actually used to have one. We moved out of the city, so I don't need one anymore, but yeah. I used to have one. I kept my motorcycles, my fifth wheel hitch. Oh. Whatever random crap wouldn't fit in yeah, my any, house. Anything big and bulky that you didn't want to put in your house. Yeah, well, I lived on a, a main floor unit, so I didn't have a lot of space because I didn't have a basement to store anything. Yeah. Right. 
And I also didn't have a garage, so I rented a storage unit and I put my motorcycles in it. And when you put your motorcycle, when you throw your hog in there, uh, do you have to drain all the gas? No, no, we left them full. We warned them that there was going to still be gas in them, and they're like, yeah, okay, no problem. Oh. I mean, oh. I, I took the batteries out and stored the batteries in the house over the winter. Yeah. So the battery didn't die, I put them on trickle charger. Huh. Did but, you? No, we didn't have to. Did you find that you ended up just stockpiling a lot of other random stuff in there, too? Yeah, actually, <laughs> my little brother um, put a whole bunch of his shit in there. <laughs> That's always what happens, eh? Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, Yvette, you got some space, yeah. right? How long did you have? <laughs> He's like, hey, you've got like this big open back corner here. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And right. he goes, can I rent that from you for 50 bucks a month? I haven't seen a penny. <laughs> no, of you wouldn't. Not. It's whatever. I yeah. mean, he's young, but I mean, and then when we went to move in order to make packing easier and to make loading everything easier, because I had a big enough storage unit, I took all of my big bulky items and all my pre-packed boxes until move day and I put them in there. Yeah, I guess you would, eh? Yeah, yeah, make life a little easier. Do you still have the unit? No, no. We moved from Edmonton out to Parkland County almost a year ago now. And oh, yeah. I don't see the point in having a unit. I live on 20 acres. Yeah. What's with a whole the... bunch of buildings on it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Get a couple sea cans on there. You're set for life. There's already outbuildings on it, like storage buildings and stuff like that. So I just use those. There's a free storage units, baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Exactly. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Yvette. Thanks, Yvette. No problem. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.